0: so okay here we go hey hi this is dan fogler you know me from the walking dead and fantastic beasts and all that fun stuff and the goldbergs and balls of fury and here i am i'm on the below the belt show i'm having a great time um check out the dan fogler 40 experience podcast video cast and here's a little uh, cheers uh for the anniversary of this wonderful show. Uh, this is giggle water, so here we go.
1: <laughs> ah, that's good giggle water.
0: The below the belt show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pimps up, goes down. when <laughs>
1: here. Don't say that! Never say that! Goonies never say die!
2: Wax on, wax off.
1: Man, <laughs>
0: All right, guys, it's time for another phenomenal, phenomenal episode of Below the Belt Show. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most guys here for your weekly pleasure. We have, again, a phenomenal show, but let's go ahead and start with introducing the phenomenal panel, if you will. Starting with, that's right, guys, he's the one and only, the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and only Chachi McFly, the
3: king of the 80s. And this marks a year since we've been doing the quarantine edition of Below the Belt Show. That's Is it right, the, that's one holy year, God, a year. Holy smokes! Which that's we thought would be, out. you know, two uh, weeks, two or three weeks that we'd be doing this, Maybe and here we two are, months. one year later. That's like, I don't like it. i mean, well, like missing. It was March. You.
4: I blinked. Some shit happened, and then it was March again.
3: I know. <laughs> I mean, I assholes mean, I... in person, but I don't miss that <laughs> driving, Like, you know, driving home at midnight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, does, this is a little advantages. bit better. Yeah,
0: we get to uh, see our special guests in person versus having them interface uh, on the phone. So, there's in, some advantages
3: going to come um, in handy tonight for our guests.
0: That's right, guys. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and introduce that's right. And I bet he misses the snacks that I brought in person, by the way. Right,
3: oh, <laughs> I sure, I sure he do. Misses <laughs> <snacks>.
0: <laughs> he is a one and only way he is.
3: airline snacks, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the one and only former United States Marine Corps. He is the one and the only, the Captain Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this
4: is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying AirPTB. Please keep your seat back straight and your uh, fucking tray tables in their upright and locked position until we come to a nice cruising altitude. Today's going to be a nice, friendly flight, but uh, keep your fucking seatbelts on. and For Ooh, God's sake. Hello. All cool. right. <laughs> no no bumpy flights tonight. Wow. No man, it's it's okay. it's clear clear sailing. Okay. I think it's been bumpy for the last year. <laughs> we got the wind. We're gonna make it to London in
0: five hours instead of six. All right, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Look at us go! All right, we had to welcome back Much longer. a phenomenal guest co-host for Your Money Geek. She also has her own podcast. She's a SAG after actress. Um, the list goes on and on. The multi-talented Maggie Love is back on Below the Belt show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. However, I thought this flight included zombies. It does. Okay. Just (laughs) wanted to make sure, because this is what I was sold for. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds
3: like a Twilight Zone episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Zombies on planes. plane. (laughs) Oh, there's your million-dollar idea.
0: (laughs) That's right, guys. And yes, Maggie, uh, tonight's feature guest we're excited to have on Below the Belt show You know him as King Ezekiel from AMC's The Walking Dead. Yes. Um, He's also going to be voicing Black Samus on Invincible on Amazon Prime, uh, which actually drops this Friday. He's also the voice of Cyborg and all these DC animated shows. We are excited to have on Kari Payton on Below the Belt show. Um, Really exciting. Big Nick, I know you got all the video game backgrounds on... um, Ankari, all the DC animated show background. Of course, myself and Chachi and Maggie are the Walking Dead aficionados. So um, I know you don't watch Walking Dead, Big Nick, but uh, it's, none th- you know I, I I watched as much of it as I could,
4: and I think when the show wraps completely, and I, I might try and give it another try, maybe you give
0: eleven seasons a try, Nick.
2: That's that's <laughs> the way to do it. Dude, so you dude, know, well, you know more or <laughs> less like what to expect, and
4: then you just binge it. Yeah, like like my wife and I just binged ER, and that was fifteen seasons.
2: I have a friend who just did that.
4: Dude, you oh, know the, the last amazing. like five <laughs> seasons, of all the
0: shows, was was Nick, stressful man, It's fucking stressful. <laughs>
2: like,
0: hospital us? dramas. I've never gotten hospital dramas by the way. ER <laughs> is
2: so good. ER is good. Yeah, like, good. Yeah, ER is
0: good.
3: How many episodes are in the season, Nick?
0: Uh, they're hour-long episodes,
4: and there's probably like 23 a season.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Wow. Yeah. It, wow. That's they that's, don't
2: make shows that. like that anymore.
4: It's not Thank you God. get six episodes for, and it's a half hour long, and there's 11 minutes of credits.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that sounds like Disney plus. plus. Right.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, Maggie, last time we had you on Below the Belt show, you joined us for. A special interview with alexa mansoor from yes. the walking dead world beyond and um i know that they're going to production for season two so hopefully we'll get that that call to to get some work on it so i'm really excited about that but uh yeah uh, you're back for another walking dead uh, um, uh talent know. so yeah so <laughs> happy to have you on guys so uh let's go ahead and talk about everything in the world of entertainment guys there's so much to discuss guys but um Actually, you know what? It's been a while since we've had Maggie on, because that's a little little spotlight on Maggie, though. Please keep us posted. <laughs> since we've had you on BTB, tell us. Uh, I, I know that your your column on Your Money Geek has been making waves. You're getting a lot of great um, artists and, and, mm-hmm. and talent that you've been interviewing. Um, you're still doing your podcast as well?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm all over the place with my podcast. Yes. I keep myself booked and busy. It's the only way to make it through quarantine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
2: Remind us of the podcast, please. Um, I have Petticoats and Poppies, History Girls at the Movies. And then I also have the Star Wars Friends Show. I have my own YouTube channel, which is Let's Talk About Star Wars. And I am a live stream panelist over at the Geeky Waffle, which we do live streams every Friday.
0: Wow, you got some new additions on (laughs) your resume since we've last had you on the show. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love it, and you're um, yeah, and then here you are on the Belcher. This is awesome. Exactly. Good, good, good. Um, Captain Big Nick. uh sure. It's been a, been a couple weeks. Been a bit. Yeah. Anything, uh, anything new and, and exciting?
4: <sighs> Fuck. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fucking just watching a lot of ER.
0: And <laughs> Chachi, we missed you last week, but we're happy to have you back this week. Uh,
3: off last week. <laughs> you were off. Yeah, you were off. I can't remember anymore. I can't remember <laughs> all the weeks to blend together. It's Don't they started. still all blend together?
0: But you, we, you did remember. This is the the one year anniversary of the virtual show, and that's, that's great. That's right. It was
3: a Thursday show, wasn't it? Okay. It was. yeah, now it was, I remember. It was a oh, Thursday okay.
0: recording because of the St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day celebration. Day. Yes.
2: Aww.
3: Yeah.
0: So I uh, gotta gotta celebrate uh, with a couple of pints and a couple of For good buddies Patrick. at the pub.
2: Exactly. that was my birthday oh this is all this could also be a belated birthday show exactly. i
0: go. was
2: envious of seeing you out having drinks this is my second quarantine birthday not enjoying the pubs
3: all right well, we'll look the at that. owls that. over there stealing my culture no
0: <laughs> mine too <laughs>
3: <laughs> i
0: gotta represent guys <laughs> All right, well, gosh, so much going on in the world of entertainment, guys. Let's let's talk everything going on in movies first of all. Marvel Studios pushed Black Widow uh, initially from May 2020 to November 2020, and of course, the pandemic happened. Yep. And now it's moving to July 9th of 2021, and there's going to be a little bit of a caveat. Um, not only will it be released in theaters. They're going to do the Disney Plus simultaneous release, similar to what HBO Max is doing. Guys, what do you think about that? I mean, uh, um, I mean, obviously, um, we might not be completely pandemic-free by July, so it yeah. might be a smart move. But at the same time, um, a lot of people may probably opt to watch this uh, on Disney Plus as opposed to experiencing in the theater. But nonetheless, the first MCU movie, finally in July of 2021.
3: But they're going to charge extra on Disney Plus. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. They're going
4: to charge me an extra How 30 bucks to watch it. $30? Uh, $30. Uh, I'll just wait till one of my buddies pirates it, and then I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that only, yeah, that only pays off if you have like 14 kids.
4: Yeah. Disney is a, Disney's kind of a trillion dollar company now. I don't feel That's... so guilty pirating their shit anymore. Uh, but I don't pirate. My friends don't. do, and I get to watch. Yeah. It, we, so. don't, well, we don't condone that.
3: With that oh! up part, <laughs> I, I will
0: probably go to the theater that's to see Black to Widow, that. that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah and because exactly. Black
3: Widow. Oh, full screen.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And because Black Widow's now moved to July, they have to bump um, the next uh, Marvel film. Um, yeah, you
3: gotta, see with, that, you gotta see that ass IMAX.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And of course, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings mm-hmm. will now be pushed um, as well as uh, the Eternals. So um, everything's getting shifted uh, because of Black Widow getting shifted. Of course, that would shift the other movies. But I'm just excited. We have uh, great things on Disney Plus to keep us entertained like WandaVision. And we, we will be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. So excited about that. Um Luca, uh, Pixar's Luca will skip theaters and debut as an exclusive on Disney Plus as well. That's, um, That's yep. Same thing that Soul. Uh, I believe Soul uh, did the same thing. So. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, and Soul was a good movie. I don't know if you saw it, but it was a really good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, what's I finally that? got to just check it out.
3: What's mm. the um, What's the um, movie? Soul. Soul? Luca. Luca. Luca.
0: Is That, Luca.
4: that based
3: on the um, kid that got abused. I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't think it would be it's very kind of Disney. a dark subject for Disney, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, are, are you not familiar with Luca? No. Okay.
2: It's the one set in Italy.
0: Yes, exactly. It's directed okay. by La Lumina filmmaker Enrico Casarosa in his debut feature um, in the Italian Riviera, Riviera. Follows a boy vacationing for the summer who befriends another child who is actually an ancient sea monster in disguise. Oh, I hate when that happens. Every time <laughs> it happens
2: like every summer to me. Some it's getting the, old.
0: You're right. Every fucking summer. Every summer. Jim <laughs> oh, uh, sure. G- Jim Gaffigan is uh uh will be sharing his voice. Uh, Maya Rudolph and Jack Dylan Grazer. Chacha, we, we did an in person interview with Jack at Monster Mania a couple uh-huh. of years ago. Yeah. So um from It Fame the movie fame so that's pretty exciting um also um the number two theater chain in the world um which is regal uh struck a deal with warner brothers um so apparently um they're not going to um do the simultaneous release after 2022 oh. so that's kind of an agreement um i think this is I know, Chachi, you alluded to, possibly this could be the way that HBO Max will do all the Warner Brothers movies. But I thought it was going to be temporary because of the world, the state of the world. But it looks like because Regal struck a deal with Warner Brothers, um, they're going to do it a little bit differently uh, beginning in 2022. Um, They're actually going to do the theater exclusively for 31 days, then do HBO Max. I think it's the way to go.
2: I really think the, I think that's the way of the future. It's yeah. the way of the future, yeah. And I think
0: that's fair. I mean, you know, you, you get that those box office numbers because you're gonna get number one, the, the people that, you know, feel comfortable going to movie theaters. And number two, you're gonna get the diehards, the fans that are gonna go and get those box numbers. It's it's a it's a good benefit. Um for both sides, really, both the, the studio and the fans, you know, to do mm-hmm. it this way. I think the simultaneous release is not, I don't know, It just...
3: I don't like it.
2: You, well, not. yeah, it, it, see, it's good. Well, I agree Nick,
4: with it. I'm okay with it.
2: You're okay with yeah, it. Yeah, so am I. Because there's I, some uh,
4: movies I want to see in theater, and there's some that I'm like, I'm not going to fucking get out of bed for this.
2: Yeah. And honestly, like for me, I don't, I don't feel comfortable going to the theater yet and I'm not going to for a while just because like, I start thinking about like how many people sat in the seat, how many people have touched this. They haven't sanitized it. Who touched my popcorn? Who touched my drink? Like there's so many things that I won't, I don't see myself for like the next couple of years being ready to really commit to again. So it's nice to not be like boxed out of the box office.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, both, um, benefits and um negative aspects both um but uh but I think the 30 day drop on the theaters and then immediately the streaming should be the way to go so but basically the studio benefits from that that boom at the box office because box office has been hurting you know it, it really has oh, i mean yeah. um even though um you know Raya the Last Dragon's a number one movie added another 5.2 million to the domestic uh haul Yeah, yeah, but Um, only
4: 5.2 million, and that's the point, right? Like, if it was in theaters without a pandemic, it would have made 20 million or for 50, right? Right. You know, so yeah. yeah.
0: Tom and Jerry, the number two movie, pulled in 3.8 million. (laughs) Fucking Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch and and Rachel Brosnahan. Um, they have a movie called The Courier. Courier. Uh, the World War II. Yes, the Cold, the Cold War thriller uh, revolving uh, around the Cuban Missile um, that debuted to two million. Uh, Chaos Walking's fourth place, and Chachi will be happy and thrilled to know that the Crudes is still at the top of the box office.
3: That, <laughs> Cruise, my God,
0: for seventeen weeks.
1: Oh,
3: can't <laughs> my beat
0: God. It. God! It's it's like, like Nicholas Cage is probably doing
4: okay this weekend.
3: <laughs> I think the Crudes are showing now free on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> How are people are still paying for it at the theater i don't understand
0: yeah I know it's insane it's absolutely insane. um well, we got some big d c um casting news um the upcoming Shazam Fury of the gods movie has cast the amazing the incomparable helen miran um, mm-hmm. as Hespera, the villainous daughter of the god atlas um wow, an award winning Legendary actress in a DC movie. Pretty phenomenal. That's a pretty big get for DC, I'd say. Even though she's done like Fast and Furious. I think she's done um, some uh, action films. She's done some fun action films. Right, right. Red. Yeah. She was in Red and Red 2. Red was a fun one. That's, a, that's another good one as well, yeah. Um, I love the Shazam movie. I'm really I am yeah, really love it. I thought forward. it was very it was underrated. Ha- it was a happy movie
4: which we kind of, I feel like we kind of needed a happy superhero movie because they are starting to get a little depressing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and don't you worry, we will be getting the Justice League Snyder Cut shortly. Sure. Um, the Flash has added a new father of, of Barry Allen, um, who's played by Ezra Miller. Um, I'm not a fan when they switch actors to play the same role in the same universe. It just seems... I mean, basically Billy Crudup, Crudup, Crudup? Uh, had played um the father of um ezra in justice league both the snyder cut and the original theatrical release oh. he can't make he, he can't he has scheduling conflicts can't make the sh- the, the shoot is schedule. He doing the
2: morning the morning show is that it's, why
0: exactly oh, yeah. maggie
2: hey, i want him in the morning show i, I can i can take somebody new as yeah Daddy. yeah it's true
0: it's true but like I don't know. I guess it's tough to work work the schedule of both the film and the series. I guess he actually Not won an it. Emmy. He actually huh? won an Emmy for uh, for his work on the morning show. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but filling in for Billy is none other than Ron Livingston of The Office fame. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Similar so, look.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it would yeah. work.
4: Yeah, it's not too. It's not that much of a stretch of the imagination for me. Yeah. Okay.
2: Prison okay, changed right. him. You know. Prison okay, that's that,
4: that's a good <laughs> argument. You know, maybe he got like he got a little roughed up, and they kind of changed his face around. Yeah, him.
2: exactly.
4: He had some reconstructive surgery. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Somebody yeah. said, "I'm going to rearrange your face in a minute." And then,
0: there, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Literally, literally, it happens. Um. So, promising young woman's director Emerald Fennell will write the DC movie Zatanna. Oh. Um, or Ooh, Bad that's Robot that's... and Warner Brothers um, loves a ten. I don't think we've ever seen her in a movie before um, so I mean she's, just the, of, like, uh, she's been in the DC animated movies but she's done the DC animated movies I believe she has been in Smallville on CW Yes, did a live yeah. action version of her then is she not um, in the
1: Arrowverse
2: it's I don't think she ever made
4: it into I, the I Arrowverse. Oh, that's that's good. I, I yeah. haven't caught up with the Aeroverse in a long time because
2: it's
0: just so yeah. Good. You're not
2: missing out on much.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think it's interesting Emerald Fennel from a um oh, the promising young woman um which again she's nominated uh, as best director at the Oscars and she's moving on to DC. Uh, definitely a good move because we definitely want the story right <laughs> for DC. We want a good story. So I think it's in good hands. I'm really excited about that. Um, moving over into the Marvel. Oh, by the way, no cast for Zatanna yet.
2: Wait, did you hear the other big DC news from like an hour ago about Pierce Brosnan and no. Black Adam? Yeah, no. he's going to be Dr. Fate. No way!
4: Yeah. No. This is the
2: breaking news. It's, wow, perfect. thank
0: you. It's a perfect it's cast.
2: Perfect. I Pierce was so excited.
0: Dr. Fate. That was yeah. one of the more obscure characters in the DC universe, but very cool characters who's, who's very much like um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, um, because they're both he magic. He is the, equivalent. the yeah. equivalent. If you think about it, every DC character has a Marvel equivalent, Correct. you know, the Flash. And each one is over. taking turns
4: being first, like in some things. It's yeah, first and then
0: DC. they go back
2: and forth.
0: Hawkeye, Green Arrow. I would say Batman and Iron Man yeah because
3: well the they million, they say like batman and
4: and moon knight
3: okay yeah. yeah okay well then who's the superman for uh, marvel um thor thor yeah, yeah. Is he? okay
0: yeah mm-hmm. that, i love that's a dream battle right there oh yeah thor and, uh, thor and superman for sure <laughs> speaking <laughs> of marvel movies um i think you sent me this chat that uh Rumors persist that Andrew Garfield will be in Spider-Man No Way Home because his stand-in was yeah. seen on set. Mm-hmm. Um, that can't be a coincidence. And, it can't be a coincidence, yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield's stand-in in The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. I guess he used the same stand-in, and um, they saw his stand-in and stunt double uh, need to, in, on they set. They just
4: admit it. They need to admit
0: it. Um, just, just let it <laughs> yeah so the, who have they announced um, as far as the old school Spider-Man characters on Um, I have
4: play Dr. Octopus
0: okay yes Alfred Molina so we know Alfred
4: Molina's in it we know Jamie Foxx is in it
0: Jamie Foxx okay those yeah. are the only ones that are announced okay. and they're
4: playing their characters that they played in the other universes so,
0: so. rumored is Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield Kirsten Dunst Emma Stone are yep. they all rumored okay Yep. Well, yeah, Emma not,
4: Stone. I haven't heard about Emma Stone. Okay. But well, I wouldn't be surprised. It fucking makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. She's
2: yeah. she's pregnant right now, so I'm not sure if she's
1: uh, filming right. that.
4: Because
2: yeah, I know she just, dropped uh, out of that one project she was supposed to be in, which is that's what sparked the rumors about her doing Spider Man.
0: Uh, uh, but
2: then yeah. it was now she's pregnant, like a couple weeks later. So it was like, is that the reason? What's the uh, reason here? Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Interesting, Maggie. Um, Big Nick, the um, Resident Gamer, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City is the official title of the Resident um, Evil film that Johannes Roberts directed.
1: Um, yep. one.
0: Um, so this is very much a origin story.
4: Yeah, for- so this takes away all of the Mila Jovovich stuff. I guess they're kind of starting fresh huh. again and they're going back to kind of the source material, which is the video game, and it's set in Raccoon City. Yeah.
0: Nice. Have you put a lot of time into those games? Oh, too much. Too much time. time. (laughs) time. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Great director and Carrie Fukunaga will be uh, directing the film adaptation of a sci-fi comic book series, Tokyo Ghost for Legendary. Um, And if you don't know about Tokyo Ghost, I'm sure Mike the General Zod could elaborate but he's not here tonight oh, but sure. it's it's set in the year 2089 when humanity has become fully addicted to technology as an escape from reality isn't that today not 20 yeah, right? <laughs> <It's like, Yeah. laughs> not, not too much of a stretch of uh, the imagination <laughs> it's here.
3: not a stretch at all everybody yeah, five years ago
0: exactly exactly that's that's a, already been done and it'll probably be done in 2089 as well
3: Yeah, we remade eight times by then.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, So let's see. Actor James Ransone, who has been in It Chapter 2, will be joining a film called The Black Phone, which is an adaptation of the Joe Hill short story um, from uh, Blumhouse and Universal. And uh, already on a great cast uh, includes Ethan Hawke, Jeremy Davis, and Madeline McGraw. So... um, Definitely uh, assembled a great cast there for that upcoming horror film. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, has joined mm. the cast of Paramount's The Lost City of D, taking a villainous role this time. Interesting. Good for him. Yeah, so it's Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum. Um, it, Sandra plays a romance novelist who uh, was, no, uh, was sure nothing could be worse than getting stuck on a book tour. With her cover model, of course played by Chatting Tatum, the mm-hmm. cover model of her romance novels, until a kidnapping attempt sweeps them both into a jungle adventure. Okay.
4: Kind of okay. sounds like *Romancing the Stone*. Remember that movie? Oh, Romancing. that movie's oh.
2: so good.
4: Yeah, don't I, I watched the sequel not too long ago? It was terrible. But oh, the sequel's still the good. Oh uh, yeah, the, the second one was god awful, but the first one was amazing. I love the first one. Okay. So How really you like um, the
3: second one? I mean, not as good as the first one, but I mean, it still had some good songs.
4: It had good songs. It was yeah. Pretty outrageous. <laughs> Either way. Danny that, DeVito dancing.
3: What's yeah. that? Had Danny DeVito dancing in the oh, video?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we also <laughs> have the Steven Spielberg uh, Spielberg biopic. Seth Rogen has just joined the cast of that, so it'll be based on his childhood in Arizona, growing up, um, and he'll be. Uh, Seth will be playing Spielberg's uncle. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think they cast the young Spielberg yet, but Michelle Williams uh, is in talks to play a major part as well. Yeah, I,
3: I watched some documentaries on him. Like, it's pretty funny how, he, as a teenager, he would sneak into um, Universal Studios. Like, he would go really? there for the um actual park, and then he would sneak in like, for the tour. He would sneak into, like, the um, actual studios and start working. Hmm. like he he like started working and like um and they thought that he was just on set to work and they started to make him have him do stuff and like they played a prank with having him like like marlon brando was on the set and they had him they're like oh go um get this thing to Mar- marlon brando he's in this room right over here and he walks in and marlon brando's getting changed he's naked he started cussing out um spielberg because he was naked at the time <laughs> it, it, it could be a pretty funny movie um, where, can,
0: where can we see it, it, this
3: documentary i wasn't familiar i can't with remember i think i watched it on amazon um oh, okay cool. it's either amazon or hbo
0: okay cool i'll have to look out I for that yeah good. definitely a big I fan of it like a few
3: years back, back. awesome
0: uh samara weaving um upcoming i mean she's done a lot already i mean she was in the build Ted three movie um ready or not um, she's doing an English uh, language remake of the French film *The Valet*, um, and Richard Wong is going to be directed that. She she's oh, playing right. a movie star. They're remaking everything. Enlist. Damn it! They're remaking so everything. A... Yes, they are. But this oh, one, well, it was, a was different. in a different—it was in a different language, so but I actually—you enjoyed, you enjoyed the original oh, *Valet* yes, yes, French. You actually speak yeah. French.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not having subtitles. You can read subtitles. Yeah. are well, they having subtitles? <laughs> well, I mean, you got the gist, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is kind of an interesting, uh, from what I'm interpreting as a a love story that you didn't think would ever happen. But Samara plays um, a movie star who enlists a parking valet named Antonio to pose as her lover to cover for a relationship with a married man. Uh, The valet um, moves to the world anonymously, but through the ruse, becomes seen as a worthy person that he's always been. Guessing that she falls in love with him. What? That's kind right. of my guess. That's my yes. guess. But I don't know.
3: <laughs>
0: um, she of, loves right in front of
3: her the whole time.
0: <laughs> and Exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Speaking of reboots, Bewitched. Um, Sony Pictures in in early development for an adaptation <laughs> of the classic sitcom, but turn it into a film.
1: Oh, thank oh, God. Oh, no. They, they, they did God. that
0: already. Yes. they they've already no, did that. and it was a disaster. No. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that, okay. Yeah, this went from 1964 to 1972 on ABC. Um, you don't remember the Will
4: Ferrell Bewitched with yeah, Nicole Kidman? It was,
2: I it was I never saw so it. bad, I erased that from my memory. Do not make me remember it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad shit. I never
0: watched it. it I went to see back. that
4: movie in theaters. My mom dragged <laughs> me to it. and Oh Same. my God, it was terrible.
0: So bad. Tachi, so bad. So you sent me this, speaking of classic films. Yeah, I, I don't
3: even uh, watch that movie if they had... Um, Vision in it and Wanda. <laughs> okay. I way I watch that. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, let's see. Chris Columbus revealed that an R rated version of the Mrs. Doubtfire film exists. I think you sent me this, Chachi. Yeah. He did say there's no NC 17 cut of the film. That was rumored yeah. there was NC. I mean, how I the heck can, could have even how can like, you have an NC 17 version? I, I, mean, I, I, I guess if they should you'd have, have to. Friends, I don't know. You have to be a
4: dick shot, I guess. I mean, right?
0: Yeah, full frontal with Robin. Have be, be
4: full frontal. Yeah, just a hairy little Robin Williams.
2: Oh my god.
4: <laughs> you know that fucking dude was a gorilla. You see his forearms.
3: Yeah,
2: he, he did have the forearms. yeah.
3: I bet oh, his Lord.
4: I bet his shoulders were fucking like really hairy.
2: <laughs> and and just,
4: just which say means
0: it. the rest of, the, of his anatomy. He was wow, a like little guy.
4: gorilla, a little funny gorilla.
2: Dude, uh, something I do not want to think about.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> man. I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> you got you to applaud Clint, Clint Eastwood. Still in the industry, working at 90 years old.
3: That's amazing. He'll stop he's got, when he's dead.
0: <laughs> he's got a new movie called Cry Macho. It's a Western. Um, Clint along.
2: Eastwood in a Western?
0: No. I know, right? This is my surprise for blown. <sighs> Who plays a former rodeo star uh, and uh, a washed-up horse breeder who takes a job from an ex-boss to bring the young man's son home and away from his alcoholic mom? Hmm. Interesting enough, his son Scott Eastwood has an action thriller called *Dangerous* uh, that should be uh, released through Lionsgate, so that's something to look forward to, guys. All right, let's move into Disney Plus, guys. Disney Plus announced that. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier was the streaming service streaming service's most watched series premiere ever during its that's opening a, weekend, even more so than The Mandalorian that's and World Division. Yeah. Wow. Can,
2: can I just point this out, something that a lot of my fellow journos were pointing out when this we all received this press release on Friday? That we have no actual proof of this because streaming numbers are not released, and literally every one of their shows has been the highest watched show on their platform, so... <laughs> I mean, take it for what it's worth. It might not be true. <laughs> that, that's be a true. We'll very
0: just... valid point. How do that's you good. how do you exactly measure it? I mean, and is there some kind of metric for for stream counting? Or uh, I'm guessing there is, but yeah, I mean, Disney
3: would never lie.
2: <laughs> Disney would never lie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's everyone's thoughts on episode one, guys? Uh, I Ghost?
4: really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. It was
0: really friggin' good. My gosh, that opening scene, the, yeah. the plane. That was mm-hmm. movie quality, right? It was so cinematic quality. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: Maybe. had thoughts about the opening sequence, but
0: <laughs> No, please. We love we love all uh, hearing different feedback. Yeah, That's even accurate. if you're wrong,
3: we still like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, uh, Maggie?
2: I just thought it was an interesting choice to have like border conflict as like the, the main introduction there, but I'm very interested to see where it goes. I love Bucky and I love Sam. So like, I'm really quite hype mm. for yes. where things are going.
0: Yeah, I'm, I think it's going great. You gotta love uh, how um, Sam is, I'm, well, Sam Wilson, sorry. He's a Hawkeye, right? Sorry, he's a Falcon, <laughs> sorry, he's Falcon. Um, And uh, Sebastian Stan is, um, soldier. Soldier. okay. Bye. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, how about uh, Bucky and his dating life? we got a glimpse into some dating life. And- How I think told- yeah. it's humor.
4: Yeah. It's funny to watch a, a 90-year-old man, or a 100 He's
0: a 106 years six-year-old. He,
5: tells, like, uh, he, he, he
0: played a hundred
4: something very well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was so funny.
4: Yeah. yeah. Funny. Good for him.
3: He gives us all hope then. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, I hope got, that he yeah. goes back.
2: I hope that he like goes back and apologizes for just like bailing on the date. Oh yeah. Leah deserves better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good I'm sure point. he will with flowers.
2: He's got manners.
0: He does. What else did we see? We also saw Wyatt Russell as John Walker's version of Captain America. Oh. Which can I say, Wyatt Russell without the beard looks fucking
4: derpy as all hell. <laughs> I so mean, derpy. <laughs> God bless him, but that was
0: that's actually a very accurate description.
4: Just derpy man with that yeah. goofy chin. Mo- I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> Betty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My mom saw him and went, "Who is that goober?" <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Goober, about, that's another good one. Think, let's talk about some of the memes that they they actually posted. Chris Evans is Captain America side by side with with uh, this. Uh, you know, other version of Captain America white Wyatt. Wyatt Russell. Poor, poor Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the funny memes was uh, Crab Kicks from Maryland
3: was yes. uh, Captain, Captain
0: America. America as Chris yep. Evans. And then Crab Kicks everywhere else was Wyatt Russell. <laughs> there was That's another true. good one too, Nick, that you posted. Do you recall the other one? I, think I there was post few... so many memes, man. It's I am sunny. a meme. Okay. One. I can't there, keep up. There was there was another one that was really funny. That... <laughs> so, uh, i interesting i i i don't know if this is from the comic book lore or not but i'm very curious to see um what they do with this new captain america who now possesses the shield it's a whole Uh, thing in
2: the comics it is it is comic storyline oh yeah
0: okay very good very good interesting very very interesting because i know now they're actually in the comic books they're creating um an lgbt character um, for pride month yeah Yeah, for Pride Month for um, Captain America. So there's multiple uh, shield wielders, so to speak. But um, yeah, it was a very, very nice first episode. We got uh, a little bit of backstory on the family of Sam. Mm -hmm. I appreciated
4: the show to credits ratio.
2: Yes, it was so much better than past past
4: shows.
0: Because that was just ridiculous to me. I don't understand
2: (laughs) why it was seven minutes long.
0: Right, right. So WandaVision had seven-minute-long credit sequences, whereas Falcon for the and the TV Soldier... half show. Okay, so that was the majority.
3: That's <laughs> like
0: a lot yeah. of the TV show. But for yeah. for, uh, for Falcon and Warner Soldier, a much-condensed version of credits? They, well, they might we have done.
4: had the same amount, but their show was 50 minutes long instead of 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And plus the first four episodes of WandaVision, you know, nothing really happens. So. Yeah, I haven't finished a
1: credits yet for WandaVision.
4: It was so, good. Well, i was nice. waiting for it never mind okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's actually Did... a, a special on wandavision if you didn't know on disney plus a uh, <laughs>
3: making of I don't, I don't give a shit a about shit that Disney <laughs> it, they the milk stuff's too much like, i don't care about the whole making of just like just make it that's all i care about i'll watch it
2: uh, you know what I, I don't
0: so i haven't seen it.
4: that, that one yet behind but... the scene stuff because i actually know people that have
0: worked on the show there you go
2: so yeah that's that my thing I,
0: Guys. I love the Mandalorian making of um specials on Disney Plus. I thought there were Yeah. Cool.
2: I see my friends when they do that. I love it. I love go. seeing that.
0: Wasn't yeah. Ryan on there from uh from Wonder Woman 1984? He he was on the uh, I think he did There's some There's been uh, a bunch of people. Ryan Watson who played one of the jewelry thieves. Yeah. Along mm-hmm. our, with our buddies uh Lion and Brandon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um Very cool. Um also on Disney Plus you're getting a a Hawkeye series um uh, which very excited about that. Which is exciting but now they're already talking about a spin-off of this Hawkeye series before we even get the Hawkeye series. Yes, crazy. Echo. Echo, yes. Echo mm. is a deaf native American character who will be played by Aliqua Fox uh, sorry, Aliqua Cox? Okay. I'm not familiar with uh the, the that person, but uh it's in early stages of development for Disney Plus, so uh what do you know about uh, Echo? Do you, Maggie, do you know anything about Echo? I'm not really familiar. Um,
2: I just know that she's a character that people have been wanting to appear for a very long time. Did Did anybody else, like, notice a certain character that seems to have been introduced in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Ooh. Tor- Torres. Joaquin Torres.
1: Oh,
4: okay. Who,
2: who becomes the Falcon when Sam becomes Captain America.
1: Oh. So, really? oh.
2: Military guy. Oh, I'm like so excited. Well that, they that, said that, his name. People who read it know yeah, his name. Well, it's, it's a possible it's a possible storyline arc for the show. Yeah. But it's possible they won't go that route too. Exactly. You know, it's, possible. Yeah. So it's, it's possible. It's just based on
0: the comic book. So yeah. yeah.
2: And he's a really cool character, so it was fun to see him be introduced.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's where they're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
2: Probably. I mean we basically know where this com- like the show yeah. is going in six uh, episodes.
0: Yeah. And, of course, um, Disney Plus has ordered 10 episodes of the National Treasure um, series. It's going to be pa- uh, based oh, yeah. on the National Treasure movies. So um, that's another series to look forward to on Disney Plus.
3: I know Nicolas Cage.
0: Um, Nicolas. So they want to they, it's going to be a reimagining of the franchise. Oh, thank God. Um, no. Yeah. So it it's directed by Mira Nair. We'll explore identity, community, and patriotism through the eyes of Jess Morales, a 20-year-old dreamer who sets off on an adventure to recover lost treasure and uncover her mysterious family history. So I don't think Nicolas Cage will be a part of this. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Doesn't sound good. (laughs)
0: All right, guys. Let's talk about Justice League, the Zack Snyder Cut. Yes. Last week, I did non-spoilery discussion Today, everyone here on the panel has seen Justice League: The Zack Snyder Cut. Correct. Um, noticeable differences between both the theatrical 2017 version and the Zack Snyder cut, but I vote in favor of the Zack Snyder cut as the better of the two. Does everyone agree? I the Zack I agree. Snyder cut was better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was long, but you know what? They gave us. But it was little, worth it. <laughs> they gave us little breaks in between with a part one, two, three, four, five, and six, and that's, all that stuff. That's how no. I watched
4: <laughs> it. So my wife, Kit, doesn't have the movie endurance that I do. Right. Like, I, I watched, I rewatched it in one sitting because that's how I roll. But we watched it in parts, and it was actually really
0: cool that, that, they, that they did that. I enjoyed that. It was great that they did that. We got. A rated R version of Justice League. So There's a lot more violence. There were F bombs. Yep. Batman which... saying fuck. I can get used to that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which we didn't have any of that in the 2017. We had no awkward weird CGI mustache going oh, thank on the God. God. novel. Thank goodness. None of that was present in there. Um, and we had a new motivation for Steppenwolf um, in the twenty seventeen version, which, Steppenwolf which was, was so much better. So yes. Better. It gave him it gave him a reason. It gave him a, a drive or motivation. It, we, were, we were kind of more invested in his...
4: Uh, and know, they made
0: um, him look so much better, this one, too. Yes, if he knows mm-hmm. a very different... I mean, he had like a tinfoil kind of appearance. A lot of people made fun of the tinfoil appearance. But you know what? It works. Yours? He's an alien. I I mean, it. He's from a different planet. Um, if you could,
4: If you compare it to the PlayStation 2 character that, that Joss Whedon had made him, you yes. know, compared- PlayStation 5 version. It's a
0: very big difference.
2: It's so, such a big difference. And he's more so intimidating, bad. right? Nope. He's more intimidating yes.
0: as, as this so. version. Yeah, very powerful. Um, my gosh, I just love all everything that they've added, was was, I think, so necessary. Of course, he um, he was doing it all for Darkseid. He wanted to earn uh, Darkseid's trust, and, and all the Darkseid footage was completely new. The expanded um, battle on Themyscira was very good. I loved it how was. they did that yeah that definitely added um a lot to the 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 cut Mm -hmm. um of course gal gadot wonder woman um in a tomb raider-esque fashion um with the torch going down and uh that was a cool scene scene scene. yeah they they omitted that from the 2017 cut as well um what else There was a lot of stuff man Uh, there was um
4: they extended the uh, the bank robbery scene. The
0: bank robbery mm-hmm.
4: scene, yes. Which it just it was just made it so much better. And bloodier too. Yeah. Yeah. And when, that's how it should be. She like like chucks a dude and like throws him into a wall and he just big splat of blood. <laughs> I could <laughs> see crazy. I could see all I could see Wonder Woman doing that all day. That would be a kick ass movie.
0: And we got to talk about how no longer are Flash and Cyborg just side characters. They I are. Know. They are a central part of the movie now. We got Hard the proper right? backstory for both characters, yep. especially Cyborg. Cyborg what? was more of a heart of the film. He makes so much more, more sense this time. And, we, and it makes so much sense about Josh Whedon and uh, the controversy, controversy between Ray Fisher and Josh Whedon because, as you know, they both butted heads on the film. It did. Now it's starting to make sense. Mm-hmm. The majority of Ray Fisher's scenes as Cyborg were cut from Josh Whedon's version of Justice League. And and I think it's you know, it's all playing into that as well. Um, mm-hmm. So um, one of the one of the really cool things that I really enjoyed seeing was um, Martian Manhunter.
1: Martian yes. Manhunter
0: um, was a very cool yes. character. Is a very cool character. He's not that. Um, he's from Mars, and because Perseverance was just on Mars, you know, now we can finally find the or- the origins of Martian Manhunter. There um, you go. <laughs> but um, you know that that scene with with Lois and uh, Mrs. Kent. Uh, apparently, that was that was some trickery, or some foolery going on there with uh, Martian Manhunter ended up being Martha Kent um, in that scene. Um, we also got. Uh, Martian Manhunter in the end credits. That was a completely new scene that they shot with uh, Ben Affleck. You can tell because
4: Affleck had lost a fuck ton of weight. Yes. Oh, yes. He, did, he didn't have his 30 pounds of muscle. Okay.
2: Yes. Also, can we just talk about how Bruce is just like, yeah, I guess this alien just showed up. I'll have this chat. I'm going back to bed. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like Such <laughs> Bruce Wayne like, energy. I, know
4: about you. I don't give a shit anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he
2: was just like, I need sleep.
0: Com- yeah. well he was completely unfazed yeah yeah that's a- and it and it's interesting because you, you initially thought it was superman and which was now if you immediately before martian uh-huh. man had arrived to visit bruce he had just waken up from that um alternate timeline i guess future yep where superman becomes evil and he's now like the yeah. henchman of dark side and that aquaman is dead and uh Mira wants to, you know, avenge the death of Aquaman. And Joker, played by Jared Leto, is now, now apparently from what I've seen, um, Zack Snyder always wanted Ben Affleck and Jared Leto's versions of Batman and Joker, respectively, to share the screen together because he had plans for the sequels mm-hmm. if he were to get them to have those two characters interact. I thought it was great to do that, and for the epilogue, I mean, it was a very dark epilogue. My God, yeah, yeah. God, imagine, imagine that. But I think it would be a completely awesome plot for a future movie if they decide to do that.
4: I really um, hope they do because that because like they finally got it right. That's like that's what I'm going to say about it. Like DC finally figured it out. Yes, they have their thing that is, yes. in my opinion, Absolutely. as equal to Marvel as it can be, and. They need to keep going because they're going to make a fuck ton of money doing it. And
0: I absolutely, a hundred percent agree with you, man. I I think yeah. this is the perfect time. They haven't confirmed. I know Zack Snyder. I don't think he'd be opposed to do a sequel. Yeah. I just I don't think no, he's been offered. I don't think he's yeah. been offered it yet, or maybe we just it hasn't been announced yet. But it might um, mean now. I mean, who knows? You know I. You know I've said on the show before. I'm a fan of when films and tie-ins and all the properties um, tie in and make sense. Yeah. And I would love for this to make sense. And um
3: well, because them, DC is always rushing stuff all the time. I mean, they're trying to yeah. be like Marvel, you know, and they can't be like Marvel because they started like way after um, Marvel. And, I, you know, this was like the first time you saw like um, Cyborg, I mean, um, first time you saw um, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and they rushed all the um, backstories. This actually, you know, gave a lot of good backstories to a lot of these characters and made a lot more sense. You know, and it should have been two movies in the first place.
4: You know, this just proves a point right. that I made a, a long time ago, and that's just that Joss Whedon, while thanks for Firefly, thanks for the first Avengers, is just a total piece of shit.
2: He's terrible.
4: Terrible human being. He, he has hasn't done anything of the nerds. Yeah, he and he like hasn't done nerds.
0: anything good since the first Avengers. So. Exactly. <laughs> Everything he's done after that has just been. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: so, yeah. I'm I, happy that this I thought Superman confirmed was... that. I feel like there's a lot of vindication
0: because of how well this was.
3: Yeah, I thought Superman looked cooler in the black suit.
0: He did. That's another cool thing, was the black suit. And there was actually, um, uh, I guess, a moral dilemma uh, scene with bringing Superman back back to life, which I don't Mm -hmm. think was present. It went down a little bit differently in the 2017 cut. Does anyone remember exactly how it was different? But I believe that was also different as well.
3: But that whole scene was was definitely longer. And and they actually... um play that out a lot more i watched the original like the night or two before you know um, what I, I should have done that Spider-cut. Did anyone watch, yeah you
0: watched the original and yeah and were you able to see notice some um a differences ton that's, a that's ton and like i
3: mean it was really like the original was like the cliff notes if you remember them to the um to the jack snyder cut because i mean it was it was it was still like a lot <laughs> of the same story you know but it was just like so much cut out of it
4: i, I got 15 yeah. minutes i tried to do that i got 15 minutes in and then i had to put it away because it just wasn't good.
3: <laughs> well, I, I still enjoy the original one, you know, compared to a lot. Yeah, I thought it was better than, like, some uh, Marvel movies. Sure. I just thought it was just too rushed, um, you know. And, and people are always haters for DC, you know, they always hate on DC. And DC does a lot of stuff wrong, but they do a lot of stuff right, too. And, like, they got doing this, right, this um, Snyder Cut, I thought, was a big thing they they did right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But they,
3: they're going to have yeah. to continue it, I mean, or they're going to lose a lot of money, Um, you know, leave a lot of money on the table if they don't do it.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I love how they also did the de- dedication for Autumn, Zach's mm-hmm. daughter, that had sadly uh, taken her own life, which caused the whole mess to begin with, you know, oh, yeah. switching from Zach to Joss Whedon. Um, and then if I actually uh, saw that um, the Hallelujah song was Autumn's favorite song, and that's why Aww. that song was in the trailer and also in the cross
3: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was really Um nice. it- so, is Lois Lane pregnant? Yeah, of okay. course.
0: Yeah. Yes. Be. There's the Did pregnancy you? test. She's pregnant,
3: pregnant by um, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> oh! We'll find out. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I, I, heard. Think it's, um, I
2: think it's the bathtub.
3: The bathtub? <laughs> well, you
0: know
2: what's interesting?
0: Um, Kevin Smith mentioned this in the Mallrats movie The Only Woman Strong Enough to Carry. Superman's baby would be Wonder Woman because yeah. the
4: baby has got that super in, sperm. That baby would crawl out of him and when like the baby
0: animal. when the baby kicks, you know, from you know during its development phase could actually accidentally, you know, no, hurt his mother. It, but with the know? sperm
3: would the sperm shoot through her back.
0: Right? Like you ever see um <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> what it?
4: Hancock. Remember Hancock?
1: Yeah. They had that uh,
4: Hancock where he okay. brings a girl home and then the next scene is the R V wide shot, and then psh, 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 through the
0: yeah, ceiling. Yeah, was, I mean, <laughs> the major <laughs> kick
3: through her stomach. the sperm's got to do something, too, right? Right.
0: That, well, that's why I think Wonder Woman would be appropriate to be the yeah. mother. And Bruce Rain could credibly... Uh, yes, okay, we could argue. <laughs> we could think of all the scenarios. But it's. I'd watch that movie, them having let, sex. Let's fuck this pig that. later. Moving on. Can <laughs>
3: <Okay. laughs> you watch the movie, though, them having sex? Just like, no, like that? I can't before. say. <laughs> A two-hour movie of, like... Wonder Woman Superman just getting at it.
0: I think they have porn parodies of of such. I want uh, a parody. I yeah, the actual, you know, want the actual act. Rule like, is it yes. rule thirty four. I'm sure there's a porno about
4: it. You could find it. <laughs> it.
3: Won't be the
0: same. <laughs> um. Really quick. Also on HBO Max, uh, Tenant will be hitting the the platform on May first. So that's really exciting. That was like the first blockbuster during the pandemic that dropped. Yeah, that
4: that held the record for. Being on yep. for the entirety of the pandemic.
3: Until Crudes came along.
4: Until, Until Croods, Croods came, came along. <laughs> along. Yep.
3: yep.
0: yep. Uh, on HBO Max and in a joint deal with CW, they're doing a spin-off of what we do in the shadows called Wellington Paranormal. Hmm. So this is a spin-off of Tycho Batiti's and Jermaine Clements um, show that I believe Big Nick you're a fan of, yeah. What we do in uh, Shadows.
4: I've seen the movie. I haven't watched the show, but the okay. movie is kind of hysterical.
0: Yeah, okay.
4: Same same creators. They they just turned it into a show, but it's hysterical.
0: Yeah, it follows um officers Kyle Minogue and Officer O'Leary <laughs> uh, reprising the roles from the film.
4: Oh, that's too perfect. That'll be funny. Yeah,
0: yeah so that's something we'll look forward to on HBO Max. Also on HBO, uh, for you Game of Thrones fan, they're just uh, some updates on some of the spin-offs. spinoffs. Um, we had already mentioned the Dunkin' Egg and House of the Dragon prequels, but they're also doing something called the Nymeria Project, which uh, revolves around the warrior queen Nymeria, the ancestor of House Martell, okay. Okay, who founded the kingdom of Dorne. Oh, right. Um, and, um, of course, this is the Sand Snake Nymeria, and um, I guess the, that, that family dynasty right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's, uh, this one's going to be set a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones. Um, so it's actually even way back before even the House of the Dragon timeline. So we're going okay. way back. Um, so if greenlit, the Nymeria project could give an entirely new take on the Sunspear. Okay, the Correct. working title was 10,000 Ships," but that, um, I mean they're just calling it the Nymeria project for right now,
3: so yeah, that won't stick. But can we go back a thousand years and like somehow change it so that in the future, like the final season would be good <laughs> Game of Thrones? <laughs> like they really need to start bringing in like Zack Snyder, start fixing all this stuff, like. <laughs>
0: the Snyder cut of
3: yeah, the cut of the cut of the last season of Game of Thrones. Right. They have started fixing stuff. <laughs> I'd
0: watch it. Oh jeez, uh we got also three more spin-offs. The niece, the sea snake. Oh boy, the sea the that's a bleh, a tongue twister. <laughs> the sea the snake. Sea snake. Uh working title of Nine Voyages. Um follows Lord oh, uh Corlys Exactly. <laughs> Follows Lord Corliss Valerian, a.k.a. the Sea Snake, the Lord of the Tides, and the head of the House Valerian. Mm. Um, also, um, another prequel um, in development is called Flea Bottom. All right. So this is set in the notorious King's Landing Slum of Flea Bottom, the maze of the tight streets in the capital city, where characters like Davis Seaworth and Genry Baratheon were born.
4: They, My they God. might. God. They might, might want to give those others a break because they're really fucking milking this cash cow.
0: It is it's a cash crazy. cow, but I think it's a little too much. Yeah. Let's just that's, make one great Game of like, Thrones um, spinoff. That's,
4: that's like, a- like a- Arrowverse yeah. level of spinoffs.
0: Yes, and not to mention Big Nick the GOT animated series as well. Oh, there's, wow. there's no details on this animated project, but um, yeah, it's... Uh, More power to them, Then Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh man. So, that I mean, it's exciting for Game of Thrones fans. And yes, Chachi, I know that the final season of Game of Thrones was uh, less than desirable, let's just say, but... Uh, Even the cast let's... hated it. <laughs> really? Yeah, let's let's have some hope for uh the new the new series that are coming out uh let's see i know big nick's played this video game the last of us oh yeah (laughs) all right did you know it's being adapted for hbo i
4: did yeah they yeah
0: so an update with this project will deviate greatly from the original story in some episodes (sighs)
4: God damn it. Yeah, well... That, ups, that upsets me.
0: It does, Well, yeah.
4: actually, it, it depends. Because, I mean, it depends on how they deviate, is all I'm worried about. Like, I don't mind deviation if it's good for the story, but, fuck, you know. That, that video game is damn near perfection. Just don't fuck with
0: perfection. Just <laughs> figure it out. Fuck. <laughs> um. So, yeah, basically... Um, they say uh, that things sometimes stay pretty close. It's funny to see the dialogue from the games in the HBO scripts, but sometimes they deviate greatly to, yeah. much better, uh, uh, to a much better effect because we're trying to deal with a different medium. Oh,
1: okay. That there works. you go. All
0: right. There you go. That makes more sense.
1: All right.
3: <laughs> so you all watched the Snyder Cut in one sitting? I had I, to, yeah. Yeah. too to? Yeah, I, I did too. So I you broke too. it up,
4: Nick. No, first I broke it up, and then I watched it a second time.
3: You watched it twice.
4: I watched it twice, man.
3: I'm i invested I invested eight Friday. hours
4: of my life into this fucking movie. Jeez, wow. I should have got paid. Yeah. Still, taking it It's pretty six amazing days.
3: that it, like, I thought four hours went by really quick, which I was surprised. I did, about. too.
2: The pacing. I, it, had good like like it felt I'm shorter sure
3: than a lot of two-hour movies. Mm-hmm.
2: I ended up having to, like set it because like i had planned to watch it on another day and then they moved up um when we could talk about having watched the film because i Mm -hmm. i got a screener and so i was like well i guess i need to do this so i just like sat in front of my computer for four hours and then i was like wait it's over oh my god (laughs) i made it through i plowed through in four hours
3: yeah it took me two nights to watch the um original version and it took Mm -hmm. me like one sitting to watch the four hour one yeah
1: yeah,
2: I, I right. loved watching so many of the people. I mean, I was a naysayer about it because I was just like, I don't like the whole letting fans demand things. Like it right. scares yeah. me, deeply alarming. It um, does
4: set a bad precedent. Yes. Oh,
2: it's so bad. And having day to day contact with just how toxic the like DC fandom is on Twitter, I was oh, just wait like, a minute. Oh.
0: oh, we are so <laughs> excited to welcome to Below <laughs> the Belt Show, actor extraordinaire. King Ezekiel from AMC's The Walking Dead, he's also going to hes also going be a character in the upcoming Invincible on Amazon Prime, the voice of Cyborg, the list goes on and on. We have Kari Payton on Below the Belt Show. Thanks for joining us. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we
3: can yeah, hear yeah. you. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. You're at a location fit for a king. Where are you at? It looks... Well, I'm, in, uh, I'm in the, I'm in the, the
5: backyard. It's, uh, it's in, in, I'm back in California, so, okay. so, uh, All right. yeah, yeah. It's, it was, it's, it was a beautiful day today. It was like 75 degrees, and, wow. and, uh, you know, you know, having, uh, if you, if, if you got to spend spring break, you know, uh, you know, not going anywhere. This is a place, this is a place to do it.
4: So. That's the place to be. Yeah, I yeah, see yeah a yeah. bunch of
5: palm trees behind you, and like an umbrella. Yeah. I mean don't 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 let that fool you they they palm trees in the ghetto you know in, in, in Los Angeles. the first place I stayed was in was was like in Watts and, and uh you know with, with with uh like my friend's aunt you know I was I was sleeping on, on her couch and uh and I was like I was like look at these pink stucco houses cute little pink stucco houses and and palm trees I was like how bad could this be and then like two o'clock in the morning it was like pop pop
3: pop I was like, oh. oh, my God. It <laughs> be Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
5: so don't let, don't let Southern California fool you, man. You got to pick your spots, though. Uh, I right, right. Right.
0: Well, California is your first home, but your second home is Atlanta. Georgia, of course, right? Because you spent yeah. a lot of time shooting The Walking well, Dead there.
5: Yeah, yeah, I've been in uh, in California for about 20 years, but I, I, I grew up in Georgia, actually. I, I was, oh. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I grew up in Athens, Georgia. I was born in Augusta, and uh and so, uh, and then uh, I left after uh, high school, but but I've um, but yeah, yeah. So it was kind of weird uh, that, to get a job that that I was, uh, you know, like an hour from my ho- my, my my folks' house. Actually, actually, uh, two hours, but still, you know, still, it was kind of crazy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I could go have breakfast with them, and then you know, and then uh, and then
0: Roll uh, set. you know, head
3: back to oh, work. Yeah, that. yeah. great. Yes.
0: Wow. Yeah, How I, could beat is that?
3: Are you surprised that um Atlanta now is such like the hub for um for uh, filming um as as opposed to when you probably were growing up there?
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's uh it, it's it's an odd thing, but but uh that's that's what happens when when uh you know, I mean California, I understand, is is uh is is pretty awesome. And so and so, it you know, about about twenty years ago, you know, California was like, fine film industry, leave. We don't care. <laughs> and then and the film industry was like, okay. And then, then California was like, oh, shit. <laughs> By
0: the you know? way, unlike, unlike Talk of Dead Cow, you can say whatever the F you want on our show. Yeah, So, you know,
5: so, I mean, it, it was just, it worked out for me that, that uh, that you know, people relocated to, you know, Georgia and yes. South Carolina and, you know, Tennessee, a little in New Orleans. and. And um yeah yeah and it's uh, so it's worked out for uh you know for the industry here and and uh worked out for me pretty good you know I get to hang out with family so it's uh, so it's nice the funny thing is is that when I first got this job though you know they kept it a secret so so I couldn't tell anybody I told I told my dad oh. but I, I didn't I didn't tell any relatives except for my dad I didn't even tell my mom cuz my mom at the time she couldn't keep a secret oh. <laughs> she she's gotten better I yeah. think I think she we we've like kept enough things from her that she was like okay I got to learn not to just you know pop off at the mouth. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm uh, the same yeah. way. Oh Hi, man, I she, she doesn't mean anything by it. She'll just be like she'll be like talking <laughs> along and then she'll and then she'll look at me like I was not supposed to say that.
1: I was like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I've got to work well, on that.
0: Speaking of secrets, I know that you have to be tight-lipped about the final season of Walking Dead, season 11. I'm yep, not going to tell you shit. Can you tell us how you felt when the, I guess the producers decided that season 11 would be it for the show? I
5: always felt like uh, you know, I was living on borrowed time anyway. You know, the, you know, as as far as the uh, the show is concerned, I was a little surprised. But but as far as uh, me being on the show, you know, I never thought I would last. Wh- this this is uh, coming around my my fifth season mm-hmm. on the uh, on on the show. So uh, you know, I, I I definitely didn't think I was going to last this long. And uh, and so uh, you know, I'm just kind of enjoying it at this point. I, I knew that you know there were certain things that had to happen. They had to, you know, they gave me, you know, this, you know, a majestic tiger. So you mm-hmm. knew they were gonna have to take that away from me and right, watch me cry right. about it. And so, uh, <laughs> and so <long> ago, <laughs> I knew, I knew that, you know, I, I had to stick around a little longer than the tiger. That's, that's what I knew. I had to stick around longer than the tiger. And then, it, and then after that, I was, I, I was like, you know what, man, you better just enjoy each day you get on this show because nothing is promised anymore. And so so I, I feel pretty fortunate that I've been uh, been able to stay on as long as I have, you know, and, you know, as I as you know, as far as like first, you know, live action shows that that uh, that I've been able to, you know, stay on television and ride out as a regular, you know, I mean, you couldn't ask for much better than this.
3: Yeah, I mean, your character always scares me because I, I really enjoy them, and the characters that I enjoy Walking Dead always get killed off. You know, always kill like, off. Same. I'm like, don't kill them off. Whatever you do, because usually it's the characters they build up and they have all this backstory and then they're dead. And I'm like, yeah, Come
5: on yeah. Back. Well, fortunately, they gave my backstory first. Yeah. So, so you, so I, uh, so that that was another problem. You know, ne- you never knew when
3: I was going to go. They already told you the good stuff. Right. You know the backstory. Yeah, yeah. On the later episode is the one when they kill him at the very end. And you're like, okay, right, I mean, that's exactly. who he was. Yeah, Yeah, well, yeah.
5: when they start having long conversations about, you know, <laughs> where they were from, you're like, oh, shit. Right, right. <laughs> Kari, I gotta admit, yeah. I was
0: nervous as F mm. when you had your scene with Alpha during the fair. Because we, for those of us that read the comic book, know that Ezekiel's head was on that effing pike. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta admit I was so relieved that we did not see King Ezekiel's head on that pike. Let me tell yeah, you.
5: yeah. I was I I'm I'm happy to, to hear that you were that you were worried. I, I love that scene because I because I knew that everybody would be like, Don't go near that lady <laughs> 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 they did that on purpose, didn't they? Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. 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 <laughs> when I when I when I when I,
0: let's I grab my arm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That
5: that wasn't in the script. And I was like I was like, yeah, let, let me just milk this for a second and be you know, like like so we go yes. walking off arm in arm. I was right. like that's yeah, yeah. I was like, let's do this thing.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, we're definitely relieved, but now you have another battle uh that you're dealing with is there cancer. Um mm-hmm. uh, you got a lump in your neck. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess uh we haven't talked about it in a minute um on the recent episodes, but um how is Zico's cancer diagnosis at the time? Well, I mean
5: it's funny. Uh his cancer diagnosis is him being like, Oh crap, that looks like what my dad got. I think I got cancer. I mean, it's it's not really a diagnosis, but but it's it it's uh you know, it's it's what he's thinking and um and and the longer we've been living with it. The more I've been like, is this cancer? Or what? What is this exactly? I mean, you know, th- th- mm-hmm. could this be an alien? You know, just growing <laughs> in his neck? Just you a know, really- It's it, it just yeah. jumps <laughs> out.
2: Like, you know, <laughs> he's growing <laughs> his very own zombie baby right there. Yeah. Right. Right. It could really, be just
5: Dr. Pipple Popper. Right. Right. You know, if uh, if only YouTube was around when the apocalypse uh, started. You know, we'd. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. You know, but, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. And I don't know, I don't know if it's going to kill him or if something else is going to kill him. But I feel like Ezekiel's kind of like, you know what? I'm living kind of like me on the show, feeling like we're living on borrowed time, you know? Right. So, uh, so, um, I'm, I personally hope that he starts to enjoy the, his borrowed time a little more. Uh, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like we haven't seen like, the Ezekiel of, of old, who is, who's, who wants to, you know, be a kind of a shining light in the darkness. You can kind of understand that he's lost a lot, but, um, but that's is that, is that he comes back around and, and, uh, and, you know, and if he goes out, he goes out, you know, smiling, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, let's talk about your romance with Carol and, and I guess that little fling with Michonne. Um, how did you feel about, uh, the writers, I guess, ending that that union between the the king and the queen.
5: I mean, you know, not nothing lasts forever on on the uh, on this show. I I wasn't expecting it to last forever. I wasn't expecting them to 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 stay together for very long. i'm yeah. um, just knowing Carol, you know, Carol's kind mm-hmm. of a leave them sort of chick, you know. Yeah, she's not, <laughs> she's not she's not she's not the kind to be like, well, I'm just gonna settle down here and and um. You know, and uh, and and, uh, and we'll just, uh, you know, garden and and, um you, you know, and, and just make it work. You know, I mean, since the very beginning, she like throws a pack on her back and is like, I'm out. Here. So mm-hmm. so uh, I never really expected it to it to last as long as it did. I mean, it'll it lasted years in, in terms of the yeah. the time jump. The, yeah. Uh, so uh, so I feel like, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like that was pretty good. And uh, and honestly, you know, I think it took it, it took somebody as you know as kind of you know with a positive outlook as as Ezekiel to be like, you know, to keep on trying to be you know keep on showing up at the door with fruit, you know, right. just right <laughs> you know, to eventually you know get it you know to to be like you know what maybe I'll take a chance here. So I uh, so I I think honestly, I mean is is uh, as sad as it all ended I I think that that might have been as best you could ask for right
0: yeah mm-hmm. but then you had that su- surprise shocking kiss with Michonne that came out of nowhere it but did that... but it it
5: came I mean it came comes out of everything in this show it comes out of grief you know yeah you, mm-hmm. you, you know you, you're uh, you're you're literally you know got a guy who's standing on the edge you know and uh, and he just reaching out for something you know I think uh, I think he was probably more surprised than anybody else. I mean he he literally apologized immediately, you know? But it was it was kind of like it was kind of like you know what you're about to fall off a cliff, you know? And you and you you're grabbing on to whatever you can to to pull yourself back up, you know? And um and uh, you know it's so, so you know I guess he grabbed the lips, you know? Could have been worse. You know, he could have you know could've grabbed a boob and just got slapped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked right back off the cliff, you know, so, <laughs> you know, that, that was the, that was the second idea they had. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And that, that might not, that, that might not come off very well. So yeah. Right. Yeah, Plus yeah, you have to
0: deal with the rage of Rick when he finds out too, right? Mm. Oh yeah.
5: You know, would have cut off the hand. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they gave that one to Aaron instead. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, so I really enjoyed the uh, episode 20 splinter. Yeah, uh, yes, we saw yeah, yeah. this. I guess fantasy side of Ezekiel that we haven't seen before. A little more aggressive, a little more ruthless. Um, and I saw the talking dead episode where you talk. You were, uh, you mentioned that. Uh, what the f is this? It's just like Ezekiel's never been this way before. Right, Yeah, How did it how did cool you guys like
5: that? the twist? Because I, because I, when I read the script, yeah. I didn't see it coming. But I didn't yeah. know if. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought you know I uh, I hope he, I hope uh, we didn't give it away. You know, I, and that it
0: well until I watched *Talking Dead*. Uh, when I watched the episode, I was tough to discern what was real and what was not for me.
5: Well, that's that's what we wanted. Uh, that's what we, wanted you, you, to, you wanted. To yeah, confuse, yeah, you wanted the you wanted the confusion out of me, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wanted, right. you know, we wanted to wanted to be at that kind of moment of truth when you were like, "Oh crap, is this is this, is this uh, just uh, you know princess really kind of you know projecting you know in the in the in uh in a way that only princess can or at least only princess we've seen, you know, uh on this show, Princess do so uh so yeah, yeah. No, I was I was upset at the beginning of the um of the episode when I read it because I, I was like, what are they doing? This doesn't make any sense. You know, why right. would Ezekiel act like this? And I was like, no.
3: Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, seeing you punch the guy like over this. and over again it was just like shocking. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I was so glad I'd never
5: actually hit him in the face. You know, there was, there was just, you know, uh, Cameron, I'm trying, I can't remember Cameron's last name, but, but he's this sweet kid, this beautiful, like art heart of an artist, uh, ty- type yeah. of guy. Yeah, seemed like Cameron. Seemed like- yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. uh, who, who was, who was uh, playing the guard. And, yeah. uh, and there was one time that I just grazed the tip of his nose. Oh, and no. Out, yeah, no, no, no. It was like, it was like, literally you could like, 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 uh, like you would have barely, uh, you know, been able to notice it. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and so, so I never actually, uh, um, you know, you know, like hit him, hit him. And, uh, and when I just grazed it, up, I was like, I was like, please don't hit
3: this, 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 this little blue eyed angel. I had to, to, you, know. <laughs> you know, it's How many always, times did you film that scene? Huh? How many times did you film that scene? Of I, you punching? I
5: punched at his face a lot. Did you? You <laughs> know? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those deals where, where we were, we were, you know, trying to move as quickly as possible and, and also, we didn't want to, you know, me to be stand on top of him as much as possible because, you know, COVID and all of that. And, right.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, but it was one of those things. So it was like once I was I was on him, they were like they were like punch and keep punching. And we're just going to keep, you know, filming until this thing is over. And, you know, you, you start getting tired, you know, you
3: you're going to miss missing, you know. And so so yes. I thought so that uh, two days later, didn't you? Like next, in the muscles. Exactly. Yeah.
5: Yeah, but I, I was—I uh, just wanted to make sure
3: that that, uh,
5: that I was being a good partner in this in this staged fight, and uh, you know, not end up not end up being that guy who uh, who uh, screws up somebody's nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did
3: that happen? It was like, well, the yeah. <laughs> <early. laughs> He'd
5: have a cool story
2: though.
3: He would have a cool story. He got—he got his uh, nose broke by um, King Ezekiel. God, I would. Awful. I feel
0: awful, <laughs> dude. That, that last scene, though, uh, when we get back to the reality, when the guard opens the door, Princess sees you, Yumiko, and Eugene, yeah. with uh, the black hoods over your faces. It reminded me of a cross between Star Wars and Al Qaeda. I mean, <laughs> it was, it was, it was crazy. I'm,
5: yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's. Uh... That's a fucked up crossover right there.
2: Seriously, <laughs> wow, Al. <laughs> I, was like,
5: okay. I was like, yeah, that's uh, that's joy and pain right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but um, yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 get it. I get it. It's, uh, uh. it's, you know, it, it's, it's no fun. It's no fun. Uh, whenever somebody puts a bag over your head. Yeah. What situation is, you know, there's a part of you that's, yeah, yeah,
0: I I don't care if you go into your bachelor party, you're like, yeah, this could turn out bad, you know? That's what I think, yeah. I mean, even from like medieval times, every time you see the bag over somebody's head, you know someone's going to get decapitated, like in Game of Thrones, so... (laughs) I'm, I'm fearing for you guys. I'm fearing yeah. for you guys. But, right. um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, well, thanks for
5: that. I got, I got all kinds of anxiety now. <laughs> good job, Al. <laughs>
0: the al Star Wars. You're I'm killing sorry. the game, man. You're killing what? the
5: game. I I'm going to call my parents right
1: after this.
0: That was my, that was my initial reaction, though. But uh, I love these six episodes, though. So far, I've seen oh, four of six, good. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So things are a little different on set. I, for number one, you're using an entirely different camera. From a film to digital. And number two, we're dealing with COVID rules. Sure, um, sure. How has that changed you as an actor? Like, uh, how yes. do you feel about all the,
5: the new
0: pro- all the new protocols you have to guys you guys have to deal with on set with COVID?
5: I mean, uh, you know, you you deal with them as best you can. It sucks. I, I would mm-hmm. much rather be able to interact with with uh with my you know with my my family. You know, my this this crew. You know, uh. Right in the way that I normally do, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hugger. I'm usually like, it takes me like, you know, five extra minutes to start and five extra minutes to leave, you know? So, uh-oh, what happened? Where we
0: go? We got, we got a weird mode here. Hold on. Okay, let me somebody, switch it uh, back. There we go. We're, we're back. <laughs>
5: All right. <laughs> I, okay. Continue. I like this. We're just sticking out over the steps. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it went back to, we should have it back now. Okay. Right. Right. But, uh, yeah, right.
5: but yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it, it kind of, it sucks, man. Just, you know, in general, you know, COVID sucks. This sucks. I, I want to get back to seeing, uh, seeing my family and, yes. and, uh, you know, my, and my, uh, my crew family, I, I, I only get to see, you know, a very limited amount of the cast even, you know, we're not, we, we can't hang out afterwards like we used to. So oh, the wow. partying you know,
0: man, the party. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah. Nah, man. I, I, I love mean, a good uh, party, man. Exactly. Services. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even crafty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like covered in bubble, you know, in a, in a bubble and you got, you know, there's this, this uh, specific way you got to go to, to, uh, to, wow. to get in and out of, of everything. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll be very happy when, when this is over. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to get an appointment to get my, get my vaccine in a, in like a, a yes. couple of weeks, awesome. you know, and, awesome. and, we and, go. Uh, You know, and exactly, you know, finally, after all of this time, it's happening, you know, and uh, and uh, and so I'm, you know, maybe by by uh, the fall or something will will be something close to normal. But, you know, we'll see. Have you come back to the New York Comic Con? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And cons in general, you know, I'm sure you miss interact the fans. I'm sure the fans interact, miss interacting while the stars of The Walking Dead as well. True, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, no true. doubt.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean I mean that was a big part of you know being able to meet all the fans and, and I definitely miss it. So.
4: Yeah. so yeah. I actually got to meet you at uh at DC Comic Con.
5: Awesome. Oh yeah. I love yeah, yeah. I love DC ago? Yeah, yeah, I love that. The the uh the um D C treated me good, man. Yeah I gotta got oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the the um the the zookeeper there uh has, has got a Wait, what is that? Is I don't even. Oh, oh, I know what this is. I was listening to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, King. Yeah, only podcast. Phone, I podcast. Put my phone in my pocket. I was, I was listening. I was listening to like highly questionable, you know, yeah. uh, on uh, on ESPN, and that. Uh, and I put my phone in my pocket, and he just started talking, and I was like,
0: <laughs> We got to talk about Invincible. So Invincible, obviously. Oh do- yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing a voiceover project, you don't have to worry as much about the COVID rules, I guess, uh, going to the sound, uh, the voiceover booth. But uh, what can we expect of um, of the upcoming Invincible season one, and your character yeah, Black have, Samson? Have you, have yeah. You,
5: have you guys been able to see uh, any of it? It's uh, it's just it's the trailer. Just, just the trailer. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah. That it's. I I think I think it's one of the best things that's. Uh, that's been, uh, uh, on, on that, that you'll watch on TV. Wow. I, I, oh. there, there's, wow. There were like, um, there, there are, there are a few things that, that, uh, I would always point to that, um, that I, that I would be like, I'd be like, okay, that that's going to be a hit. And, um, and, and, uh, the, the one that I, I used to point to was uh, young justice. The first two episodes of young justice, uh, that, that I, that, that I did, I was like, uh, I remember watching it and uh and uh and I actually have the last line of that of that uh pilot and um and uh and I and uh Aqualad says today is the day and then it and and, and it's over and uh and and I just thought to myself that that's how you make a pilot that's how it's supposed to be and I and I and I I've done 9 pilots that have failed And, uh, and, and every time I watch them, I would always compare it to young justice and be like, be like, you know what? This thing has a chance. If it's, if it, if I feel the same way that I felt then and, uh, and I never, I never had. And then, um, but I felt that way. The first episode that we shot of, um, of Ezekiel, I thought that was incredible episode. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and the next time I that that I that I had that feeling was a couple of days ago when I saw the uh, the uh, pilot of Invincible. It is phenomenal. It oh, is wow. phenomenal shit. And, I mean and it's, if, it's if, not for if, kids, if is like it? Boys, it's an adult. No. It's an adult,
4: no. it's like an animated is, the boys.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it animated I the boys. It. If mm-hmm. uh, the crazy thing is is that is that when we were recording the the uh, the pilot. Uh, that was when they were shooting the boys. And so, oh, wow. so they were kind oh, of wow. happening at the same time. It's just animation takes a while, you know, especially, you know, during COVID, like everything slowed down and, and, uh, you know, getting, getting the, the, uh, the animation studios working was, uh, was really slow, but, but, um but yeah, yeah, it's, um you know, it's, it's like, it's like the, it's like an animated, uh, the boys, but because it's animated, it can do things that the boys can't even do. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's poignant and beautiful oh, and nice. brutal as fuck. And, and I love uh, it. I love and, it. And uh, yeah, the, I can't the, wait for the most recent
4: uh, DC, I think it's Apocalypse War. Justice League Apocalypse War. No,
5: no, I haven't seen that one yet. No, so no.
4: they they turned up the blood and violence in that one, and it was almost at the boys level. So I'm curious. Yeah. About, oh, wow. Like, uh, precedent to yeah this
5: if one. i if the, the thing about it is is that this one is brutal and, and it and it's bloody uh but it's also it's also heart like like it, it, look, it pulls at your heartstrings it's subtle it's nice. like it's it's uh it, it's it's beautiful it's it's like about like 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 family connection like like subtle beautiful like 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 um like uh like i worry about you you know in in a, in a in a way that that uh that only like like people who like grew up with each other can can uh can feel it has that kind of intimacy and and uh and and then uh and then at the same time has has just in a different kind of brutality I, plus, i'm, I'm, I'm excited.
0: excited plus you're walking you're working with a lot of your walking dead family uh, doing uh voices yeah. which you know that's, that's great walking
5: is not true because we all do it like like one at a time in a booth you okay. know everybody's too busy to to work uh at the same time on projects right. like this like uh like on teen titans go we all we we usually all work together the five of us okay. that that are on that show we're all usually all together um working together because and also it's it's comedy and we just we we uh we we tell so many jokes vibing off of each other you know so so it's a uh, it's a different kind of kind of thing but uh but with th- this show and so many others you you never see anybody you know the-, the only time I see Ross is when I get back to Atlanta, you know what i mean we we never uh we we've never seen each other actually in the booth, and we worked t- together on a few things but um but yeah, yeah and-
0: but it's kind of cool that so
5: many people from the from the Walking Dead are are doing yeah, it, yeah,
0: and stuff. of course Oscar nominee Steven Yoon, which I'm not sure if your two characters interacted, I think you mm-hmm. came on when. Steven, uh, since, yeah, since Glenn yeah, Steve,
4: killed, right? Steven left already, yeah.
0: Steven yeah, had been yeah. killed, right? St- Steven
5: he literally the died the episode before I, uh, I recorded. <laughs> I started. Wow. I remember Yeah, that. yeah. And yeah. I hated it, because I, because Glenn was b- absolutely my favorite character on the oh, show. Man. He was, oh, you know, so he's just, he's, just, he's just, he's the voice of reason, you know? He was just, yes. he was the only one who'd, be, who'd look at Rick and be like, are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, listen, I, I, I love Rick, He's the worst leader in the history he's of anything. He's
1: so bad.
5: You know, he's just so bad at it. I mean, he's literally like, we got to help these people, you know, like, you know, and then five people get killed. And he was like, yeah, we should have probably left these people on the road. <laughs> like, just over and over again. It was like, you know, Rick comes riding into town and and it's li- literally, you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are in yes. t- just, <laughs> just, just yes. ready to lay waste to whoever he shakes hands with. Everybody's it's just, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Back. but um but yeah so so i'm still bitter about glenn uh glenn dying but what are you gonna do what
0: well, yeah. are you gonna well, congrats to Stephen Yoon for uh being the first asian american to be nominated for best actor at the Oscars. so i think that's definitely good. that's it's definitely. incredible
5: man it's incredible it's 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 incredible <laughs> that, that he's the first right. a, in all of these years it's nuts. right
0: in 93 <laughs> years of the academy
5: yeah yeah but uh you know i you know baby steps you know Big we uh step. we you know, I mean, I'm I'm almost 50 years old. And when I was younger and would be like, this shit has to happen now. We're going to change shit now. And then, and, uh, and and yeah, we all want that. And then, and then years go by and you're like, God damn it. This, this shit is hard. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. If it was easy, Martin Luther King would be, still be, you know, sitting at a cafe, sipping coffee, you know, he right. you know, the, the, the dude died, you know, and it, it wasn't for lack of trying, you know, he was, he was, you know, it, th- this is not easy. You know, no, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing that is, is, is truly transformative is easy in this world. And, um, and, uh, and it, it takes more time than we want to, we want to believe, but, uh, but uh, thank God, you know, you know, every once in a while, you know, something, uh, something takes shape that hasn't before.
0: Right. Nick, you had some questions about the, uh, the animated series, the DC stuff, right?
4: Oh, well I just wanted to, just to comment. I was digging through your IMDb and i i was truly shocked cuz i'm a big gamer i play a lot of video games and like especially like a, a lot of your early stuff like i've played all of these games multiple times so it was just a cool just surprise to see that and then on top of that all the animated and voiceover work you do like it's just awesome it's an awesome surprise to meet somebody who's been in my life for a long fucking time, <laughs> but I've
5: never actually met and You've though. been in my life too, man. Keeping me cool. gainfully employed, so I appreciate
3: it.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So
5: well, I see think- here,
3: like one of your like early projects. You were actually on like one of my um, old favorite shows, The Shield. Um, how was that project? Because that that series, I feel kind of like paved the way for a lot of the um, shows you see now, like on Netflix and Amazon, just with the brutality and the violence, yeah. and that kind of stuff.
5: Yeah, it was really brutal. I was uh yeah, yeah, I, I did horrible things on the shield. And, <laughs> and uh yeah, and, and that's another one of those shows that, that um I mean I love the love the shield and uh and was excited to be on the show and and uh and uh it's another uh one of those that I'm I was lucky to be on because to a to a person, every one of those the, the guys on that show are fucking beautiful. Yes. They, I mean just just angels. Walton Goggins. Uh, you know, uh um, oh, awesome uh,
0: guy by the uh, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Um, um Michael Chicklet, uh chickles was you mm-hmm. know, the, everybody, um uh CH Pounder, I'm trying to remember everybody, but they were just they 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 were all just so beautiful and genuine. Michael chickles tried tried to like like uh like uh it be intimidating for about like five seconds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and he couldn't. He was just mm-hmm. like, you know, he was like I was like, I was like, man, I'm just so, so excited to be here. He was like he was like, "Hey, man, don't fuck this up." And he was like, "I'm just kidding. Give me a hug." He was like, couldn't be, you know, intimidating even for a second. He was just a sweetheart. Oh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I and I, i very much uh, enjoyed that uh, that experience. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So now we have Walking Dead coming to an end for season 11. Where where would you like to see yourself after Walking Dead comes to close? Would you like to see yourself in another big fandom, or would you like to continue in the Walking Dead universe in one of the spinoffs, like the Carol and Daryl spinoff <laughs> or the Tales from He's the Walking to, Dead?
2: Trying to get info there. <laughs> well, yeah, it like sounds
5: to- like you're trying to get info. I would like to uh, be gamefully employed, my friend, man. I would like okay. to. I will. I will. Uh, I will take what the universe gives me. Uh, you Fair. know, the, it's it's been uh, it's been giving me you know like like beautiful things for for years. I got a feeling that I'm gonna. I will probably just get some other, you know, ridiculously popular, you know, uh, uh you know, comic book genre thing cuz that's yes. that's that's how I've lived my my entire career pretty yes. much has been uh, some sort of uh, you know, comic book thing. They've been real good to me and and uh, I would love to continue that. So,
0: well, so, I don't uh, I don't know if Ray Fisher's returning to Justice League. Uh and you, as you know, he was a Cyborg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you're the voice yeah. of Cyborg. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, you know, just you know, saying, I'm saying,
5: I'm not the only cyborg, but uh, but but uh, I've been I've been cyborg for like 18 years now, and right, right. and uh and uh, you know, I wasn't the first, I won't be the last, but uh, and if that if that happens to happen, I already feel like I'm, like like a proud papa, you know, being uh, being the um, you know, I don't I don't think cyborg would be where he is today if it wasn't for. You know uh, uh, the first Teen Titans uh, uh, TV show, and Definitely. and uh, and now even Teen Titans Go. I mean, he like everybody knows Cyborg. They didn't know that before. You know, uh, you know we started doing him on mm-hmm. Cartoon Network. Uh, you know, uh, you know almost twenty years ago. And uh, I mean, I knew him growing up, growing up, but uh, but, but now he's like a household name. And uh, yep. and I I'm that that makes me really really happy. I'm really proud. So awesome. so I uh, you know if I ever get to do anything, I mean hell, I'll play as dad. I don't care. You know I you know <laughs> you, uh, you know I, I uh, but um but I uh, but uh, I'm just I'm just proud to be a part of you know the story that that if you talk about cyborg,
3: you can't you can't not talk about me. You know that's it's that's that's kinda,
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, I cool. love it. I
3: people will we, um, we hear from like always complaining about filming in the Atlanta heat, especially like the people who are dressed up as the walkers and all the makeup. Your character has like all the you know, the jacket, like the long dreads and stuff. How's it the filming? Dreadlocks.
5: Out? It's hot, man. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't I don't have a I don't have a uh, an eloquent answer for you. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Filming, getting water. Like, what do you, what do you guys do? What?
5: What'd you, what you say it again? <laughs>
3: taking breaks, um, like, taking water breaks and stuff out in the heat to keep from passing out. Like, what do you guys do?
5: Dude, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're killing the game right now. This is it, you're hydrating. Yes, that's what happened. That's All right. what, water, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's 2 0. Well. You're, 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 you're like digging for a special answer. I'm, I'm telling you, that's it. You, know, you Try not to be as hot as you actually are. Yeah, you could do the same stuff you did growing up. You go inside, you get some water, you drink it, tell your mom you're going to go back outside
2: and play. That's what happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maggie,
4: Maggie,
2: you got anything? You know, I was thinking um, when Nick was talking about some of your voiceover work, when you're switching between the two, uh, like how do you you keep those characterizations for voiceover work that you, you can't see them, of course, but you're doing them through your voice. So how do you keep that fresh?
5: i i mean uh the the beauty of my job is is uh is that there's never a lack of variety and uh and and so and so to to me you know these are just di- different ways of accessing my imagination you know and and uh and uh you know it's you know so i yeah people try to categorize the acting mm-hmm. as uh as something other than but it's all make believe you know it's uh the the um The thing is, is that you have to access more of your imagination when you're, when you're voice acting, but, uh, you know, in some ways, but also you don't have to worry about, you know, a guy with a camera right here and you have to pretend he's not there. You know, it's not, you know, even on camera, it's just not real. You got to, you know, you, you got to, uh, uh, suspend your disbelief, you know, in order to make the, make your surroundings real. And, uh, and so I, I enjoy the, the, the dance of. Always continually having to come up with ways to make my surroundings real, whether it's being in a studio and having a music stand and a microphone or or uh you know or being a being a tight space that's not supposed to be a tight space or a big space that's not supposed to be a big space you know mm-hmm. and uh you know and uh, and and fill it so so yeah yeah it's um I, I guess i I guess I enjoy having to fix that problem every time rather than you know having a having a set set up like idea of rules to go mm-hmm. by you know i think um i think uh yeah yeah you you uh you take all of your all of those weird theater games and life experiences and you uh and you uh you know jumble them around in your mind and and uh and pick one make a choice yeah make it strong and go for it you know all right Wow. Woo. Yes. Thank Carrie. you so yeah. much for having me, guys. You awesome.
0: incredible interview. Uh, we love having Walking Dead stars on our show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Kari, if you could, before you let you go, uh, do a yeah, little yeah. promo. Let us know who you are, Zika from Walking Dead, and throw out a catchphrase. Let us know I are Below the Belt.
5: Hey, guys, this is Kari Payton. I play King Ezekiel on The Walking Dead and Cyborg and just about everything. You're below the belt. I don't know where I am, but you're below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
0: Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, thank you so Chachi. much. Chachi, Chachi, you'll do the honors for a
3: photo op. Uh, sure we can. On the count of count three. On the count of three, one, two, three. Awesome. All
0: right. All right. Kari we cannot wait for season eleven. Of course we still have two more episodes of season ten. Uh, we got yeah. the Negan backstory. We got another adventure with Carol and Daryl. And uh, wow, we can't wait! Love
5: it. It's gonna be great. I can't wait for you to see it all.
3: Awesome! Oh, it's great. Yeah, all right, a little more Ezekiel. All
5: Thank right, you. take care, guys. All right. take out. care. All right. all right.
3: next
0: season. Thanks again. <laughs>
3: see
0: ya. <laughs> that was awesome. Nice guy.
3: Awesome.
0: Great, great. Tari Payton, guys. What a nice guy. Yeah.
4: You know, he was a nice guy when at AwesomeCon too. Like how most guests That's would funny. be sitting behind their desk he was always in front of his desk and like hugging people and like being
3: really That's nice so funny too nice to
0: my god lots of fun yeah, wow man. that was cool All right, yeah, I yeah, think he's, to...
3: he's one of my uh, more favorite characters on the show and, and yes. always been worried and get killed off at some point and luckily he's stuck around he
0: survived mm-hmm. the pike
3: scene that yeah. was a big one yeah, well was I think nice it's a good lovely.
0: time to take a, uh, a classic cut break mm-hmm. um, so Chachi if you could take the honors go ahead and take it away
1: where my dogs at? It is time for King Chachi's Classic Cuts. Holla at your boy.
0: Chachi. I
1: want. I
0: want.
3: Chachi. All right, it's Chachi in charge once again for Chachi's Classic Cut, where each and every week I dig into our vast archives here. And pick a song, usually from the '80s, but we'll you know, play for less
0: than 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but um, so, what do we have this week, Bud? Well, it's been a long year. It's been a long year um, that we've been stuck at home um, doing this virtual um, quarantine edition of Below the Belt Show, which we made it work, and we're happy that. We didn't miss any uh, weeks due to um, the pandemic. That we kept on coming yep. here each and every week. To bring you Chachi,
0: myself, and Nick were a part of our first episode where we transitioned yeah, well, to the virtual go. format. Right. Yeah. Yep.
3: Right. So we're we're happy that we were able to bring you this show um, throughout all this, and hopefully you guys have been entertained. But you know, while you were home, um, this is a song I picked um, by Motley Crue, actually called "Home Sweet Home." And that's where we've been for the past year. So this is the song from 1985 from the Theater of Pain album by Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home.
0: Awesome. Cool. So we'll be back. Staying safe. We'll be back right after the classic cut, guys.
3: Take me to your heart. me in your bones.
1: Just one more night.
0: All right, that was a classic cut. Chacha. I thought you had another one in mind, based on um, an article you sent me for uh, a singer of a certain nope. song from a Marvel movie. But we might save that, right?
3: <laughs> mm. No, I don't, I don't like that song, honestly.
0: You're not even a fan of the song. Okay.
3: No, but 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 I'm, you know, I wish the best for that guy, definitely.
0: <laughs> and and <laughs> I guess what we're referring to is um, the singer of. Um, what is it called? Stuck on a Feeling? Hooked on uh, a, feel- Hooked on a stuck Feeling. On, Hooked on a
2: Feeling. Hooked yes. on a
0: Feeling, which it's is featured in. The original singer of that song is. He is battling cancer, and that song was featured in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume yeah. 1.
3: Blue Swede.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's
3: who it was. It was Blue Swede. Well, that, was, that was a group. This was the original singer.
4: Oh, original okay. singer. The guy from Blue Swede. That's what we're getting at.
0: But <laughs> we do have to say goodbye to one of our panelists. The yeah. wonderful, the talented, the amazing and Maggie, love
2: it. Maggie, yes. we love having
0: you on below the belt.
2: This is so awesome.
0: You're so knowledgeable and uh, <laughs> of, of things in the world of pop culture and. I think that's like expanded tenfold since you started doing all these other projects, right? No,
2: nope, but <laughs> it's, it's it's always been always I, been there. I just okay. never had an outlet for it. I have it? always been a nerd <laughs> since uh, I was three and went to a Star Trek convention for my birthday. <laughs> uh,
3: three. Wow. <laughs> yes. It's a awesome. long-lasting thing. Yes. Back, back awesome. Back to cons, the is, it that's like cool. Five dollars for an autograph. It's yes. Three pictures. Mhm. Yeah. Yes. Back then. <laughs> back then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Maggie, we thank you so much for joining us on BTB. Thank
2: you for and, having um, me. And
0: we hope to have you sooner than later back on the show.
2: Excellent. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the conversation.
0: All right. So long. Have, have yeah. a good night, Maggie. Thanks again. All right. That was Maggie Lovett, guys, of yourmoneygeek.com. She's also got her uh, Petticoats uh, podcast. You can tune in. All right. Um, Just a couple of HBO things that we missed. Um, Chachi, you brought up The Shield. Michael Chiklis will be joining an HBO entitled series about the 1980s L.A. Lakers. Oh, cool. Okay. And Chiklis will play Red Oberbach, the legendary coach of the Lakers' bitter rival, the Boston Celtics. So it's all about the 80s um, rise of the Lakers. um, So Lakers versus Celtics um, Mm. from back then. Um, So, um, yeah, that's going to be on HBO. So something to look forward to. Cool. Cool. also, Olivia Coleman has a four-episode limited series on HBO, uh, also with David Thewlis, um, about a seemingly ordinary couple who become the focus of an investigation when dead bodies turn up in their yard. Oh, boy. Ooh, that's dark. That's really dark. It's going to be on HBO, guys. I dig it. All right, moving on to Netflix, guys. Pretty exciting because I actually picked up the, the number one copy of this issue, this comic book called Berserker, which is written by Keanu Reeves. Yes. And uh, no coincidence that the comic book will be adapted into a live action. Surprise. Um, surprise. um, Yeah. Live action uh, limited series, um, which will be on Netflix. Um, So they want to do a, a live action film and anime series. Cool. Of um, his character, which is from boom comics. Um, and it's interesting that that um, yeah, Keanu Reeves wrote a comic book, which of course is no surprise with someone like J.J. Abrams who did a recent Spider-Man book and Kevin Smith who's a big comic book nerd. But yeah. when Keanu Reeves writes a comic book, <clears throat> you know I got to pick that one up, and supposedly yep. it's a it's a it's a bestseller. Um, got the two variant uh covers of that issue. So. That's cool. So um yeah, it's basically That's be worth
3: a million dollars.
0: It is.
4: Oh snap. It's,
0: it's a <laughs> brutally epic saga about an immortal warrior's eighty thousand year flight through the ages.
1: okay That's
4: The cool. man
0: only known as B is a half mortal, half god. Sounds like Wonder One. Um cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. So there you go. That should be um, fun. That should be fun. Um also on Netflix, um, Holly Berry uh, will be opposite uh, Mark Wahlberg for a spy movie. It's Ooh. described as a blue-collar James Bond. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so look out for that on Netflix. Also, Tom Hardy and Forrest Whitaker are joining forces for a Netflix film called Havoc. Uh, okay. So basically, after a drug deal gone wrong, a detective... Uh, must fight his way through a criminal underworld to rescue rescue a politician's strange son while un- unraveling a deep web of corruption and conspiracy that ensnares the entire
3: city. Yeah, oh, oh, is always great.
0: Great actor. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy's a phenomenal actor. You're going to get some great acting, obviously, in this film.
3: Um, I mean, he Bush was Ryan great first. since Fast Times. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh, you that was his first film. That was his first film, huh? Wow, yeah. tribute there. Ryan Murphy, uh, as you know, he's got this deal with Netflix. He's the creative American Horror Story. He's got Whatever. a project called Monster the Jeffrey Dahmer Story. Mm. And uh, Evan Peters, of course, will be in this project because Ryan, he loves Evan Peters. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, and he'll actually be um, playing Jeffrey Dahmer. That should be fun. Mm. Yeah. Nisi Nash will be in it as well, as Glenda Cleveland, the neighbor of Dahmer who alerted the police. Cool. Um, Penelope Ann Miller has been cast as Dahmer's mother, Joyce, and uh, Richard Jenkins uh, will be Dahmer's father, Lionel. That's a good pick. Yeah, great actor right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Witcher season two found its Naneki. She plays Lady Danbury on Netflix. Bridgerton, her name is Ajo Ando I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly Probably incorrectly, but nonetheless Um, Look for her on um, You know, Witcher is still one of those shows That I have not had time to sit down and watch yet
4: You'll enjoy it, it's pretty good I
0: need to watch Witcher I need to watch Witcher And of course, it it moves pretty quick Good, I need a quick quick Moving show, that's for sure Nothing that's a slow burn, for sure uh, we met to Steven Yeun earlier, who's from The Walking Dead. Of course, he's going to be in Invincible on Amazon Prime. He's also going to be in a series on Netflix with Ali Wong called Beef. It's a drama cool. comedy series. follows two people who laid a road rage incident burrow into their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action. So it'll be a 10-episode series uh, upcoming on Netflix. Cool. Uh, We got more information on the boys spinoff. So this will be um, kind of like a coming of age, college aged version of the boys um, that we're going to see. So they're they're attending a college for young adult superheroes. Um, And um, just a couple of the cast members include Shane, Paul McGee, Amy Carrero and Maddie Phillips joining Lizzie Broadway, Jess and Claire. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, expect the uh the same you know crazy, bloody violent, gory sexually hyper um series uh to be very similar to that of the boys, which we all love naturally, yeah, so check it out um yeah, uh, so, um, Amazon Studios has signed on to finance and distribute. John Cho's next project. We be love fun. John Cho from Harold and Kumar. It's called Don't Make Me Go. It's a father-daughter road trip dramedy. So look out for that one. Apple TV is um, uh, going to be Peter, go. Peter Farrelly's Green Book follow-up, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, with Zac Efron and Russell Crowe attached to star. Interesting. I
4: actually know this story. It's a very cool story. Is it? Yeah.
0: The Greatest Beer Run Ever, a true story of friendship stronger than war.
4: Yeah, it's about a guy who travels to Vietnam. He's a civilian, travels to Vietnam with a case of beer to deliver to his buddies who are like in the front lines. It's apparently like pretty nuts.
0: Wow, didn't you wish you had someone like that when you were serving? Well,
4: I didn't go to Iraq or Afghanistan. I was partying in Copenhagen and London. Right. So, I was all right. <laughs> so there was plenty I of beers. I, I was the one making the beer runs.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Very good. That's good to hear. Okay, yeah. yeah. Who has friends that good? Who would do that?
0: Yeah.
3: Go to Vietnam to give you beer.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Normally you're like, hey, talk to your buddy. Oh, can you pick me up a beer on the way over to my house? Oh no, I'm, I'm a little busy.
4: <laughs> exactly. I'm money. Stretching it to that. Yeah. So that's cool. They're making that into a movie. I'm. I'm yeah, excited. they're
0: making that a movie, and, and from the mind of the Farrelly brothers, or Peter Farrelly oh. for that matter. That'll be cool. Yeah, uh, Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland has a new animated series on Hulu called Koala Man. Oh Jesus! So <laughs> Hulu wants to uh, start pushing adult animation, which has become more and more popular now these days, hasn't it, Big Nick? That's because the kid, you know, the the generations that grew up kids on inside. cartoons are now yeah old old
4: enough now. So right that makes sense.
3: Yeah, that's because. It- animation is like one of the few where you can kind of still do stuff uncensored. Yeah. Even though that's going away now too, but it's kind of like right. the last bastion.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. On Showtime, there's a sci-fi limited series called the man who fell to earth. And uh, it's based on the film starring David po- Bowie from 1976. Uh, Oscar nominee, Naomi Harris is, has signed on to that project. Cool. And Chiwetel four is also on that, um, who plays an alien character who arrives on Earth at a turning point in human evolution and must confront his own past to determine mm. the future.
4: With David Bowie.
0: So, yeah. With, uh, well, for the film star David Bowie, this will be um, a limited series based on that film. That Wait, David
3: Showtime's kind of getting left behind, aren't they? A little bit. Yeah,
0: little bit. I mean.
3: <clears throat> it is what it is. It is well, what it is. Who are they owned yeah. by? Do you know?
0: I think Showtime and HBO are are are, are co-owned. Are they? they? or oh, no, are they so, not? I'm not uh, sure about. Cinema
3: Cinemax and HBO is.
0: You're right, Chachi. I? I? Cinemax and HBO, you are. You're right. Showtime is its own entity. Yeah. Uh, and Chachi, you sent me this that Better Call Saul is getting an animated spin-off series. Oh
3: Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. About his early life, growing up when he was Slipping Jimmy.
0: Slipping Jimmy, an animated okay. series derived from the world of Better Call Saul in his younger years.
3: I mean right. I I thought Better Call Saul was a bad idea when I first heard about it. I'm like, really they're making a whole series based on um Saul? Yeah, that and ended it up being one of like, your favorite shows. Yeah, kinda of just like a comic relief character that had no real background or anything. And like and honestly when they first announced it, they were talking about making it into a comedy. Which I'm glad they yeah. didn't go that route and they made it, you know, more of like a drama, like you know, dark drama or whatever. Mm. But yeah, like so it sounds like a bad idea making a cartoon about this, but I'll take their word for it. Like I, I have complete faith in them, and they've proven themselves to do good things. So
0: yeah, and of course, it probably yeah. could've, they could've, probably could have. They could have probably could have gone the younger route, but I guess with this option, Bob Odenker can still portray the voice of younger Jimmy, right? That makes yeah. sense. Yeah,
3: honestly, I'd rather see it as an actual series than animated. But
0: of course, you would.
3: Yeah, yeah makes sense.
0: Um, so American Horror Story, uh, the title will be called Double Feature. Two Mm. horrifying stories, one season. Mm. One by the sea, one by the sand. So that's the the premise of the upcoming season ten. Um and every
3: every season's that same way. Like it's it's never like the same it's never like the same show by the end of the season as it is the beginning of the season, right? They always like end up changing and like like, the main character end up dying and then like the
0: apocalypse definitely took a turn. Yeah. Midway through that season. Yeah, that's oh, by true. the way,
3: Showtime's owned by uh, Viacom C B S.
0: Ah, okay. Mm.
3: So so they're doing fine.
0: Yeah. And in her first acting role in American Horror Story is Cindy Crawford's daughter, Kaya Gerber. And I think she dated Pete uh-huh. Davidson. Of course I she believe. did. Yeah, of, of course. Everybody's dated Pete oh, well, Davidson. Actually. Lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a carbon copy of Cindy Crawford. Have you seen yeah. her, Chachi? Kaya oh, Gerber? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah amazing so she'll be in that along with evan peters sarah paulson kathy bates mm-hmm. leslie grossman billy lord adina porter lily rabe finn witchrock and angelica ross also in the cast of american horror story um i'm watching that,
3: I'm watching that show just out of loyalty at this point like exactly i never yeah, look forward to, to, to it <laughs> but i'm like all right i'll i'll watch it yeah I've been i watching still have
0: 1984 <laughs> sitting on my dvr yeah. unwatched.
3: So. And that's the 80s, and you figured I would love it, you know? But right, it's like,
0: it was just underwhelming, right?
3: It's kind of all over the place, you know. There's parts yeah. of it I enjoyed definitely, but it's just, it's like I swear to God, like he starts off each, um, each season not knowing where he's going, you know? It's like, it's, it's like different writers throughout for each episode. It seems like, like Star Wars. Yep. Like it doesn't flow like for me.
0: I don't know. Yeah, FX is also doing a another season of Cokie's favorite series called Snowfall. Huh. You know why it's Cokie's favorite um, show?
4: It's about okay. cocaine.
0: Yeah, it's about it's nineteen eighty five. <laughs> Falls a drew, uh, crew of dealers Sorry, who Cokie. are benefiting <laughs> greatly from the ri- uh, the rising tide of addiction. <laughs> <Okay. Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also on FX, there's this um. An FX adaptation of Sam Greenlee's spy no- novel, *The S- The Spook Who Sat by the Door*, which is going to be produced by Lee Daniels. Um, so look out for that. Oh. As
3: well, that title's getting um, cancelled. Yeah. The spook-,
0: the spook Who Sat by the Door.
3: Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with that title? Okay.
0: Spook can be considered.
4: Um, oh, racially charged.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Spook is the fiction. Uh, is the first black CIA officer hired by the agency in the late nineties. Jesus.
4: <laughs> so they they call that Double Entendre, my man.
0: Okay. So hey. they, maybe they rewrote. I mean, so far I'm I'm seeing this is the title. Of the the well, they're saying it's an adaptation. So yes, they probably will retitle it. <laughs>
3: yeah, they're not gonna it, call it that.
0: Just, yeah. <laughs> no That'll get a little too much. Uh, a little too yeah. much heat. Yeah. Tachi, you sent me this at the Chucky series that we did talk about on the show one uh, one time. Will feature Fiona Doroth, who is reprising her role as Nika Pierce. Are you yeah. excited to have uh, Fiona Dorff, uh on this Chucky series?
3: Yeah, she was from the original Chucky series. Correct. Not, not this, not the reboot they did.
0: Okay. But she will be joining this iteration that will be on Sci-Fi, I believe.
3: So. I I like it
0: when they tie stuff together like that, you know. Me too. Absolutely. So this is interesting. You also sent me this, Chachi, that Kate Kane will return to Batwoman, but it will not be Ruby Rose. So they're doing a different actress portraying Kate Kane. It will be Krypton star, which – Oh, what happened to that show, man? The star of Krypton. Wallace Day will now be portraying Kate Kane. And um, I guess it will be the Battle of the Batwoman.
3: The yep. Upcoming
0: uh, upcoming uh, season, I guess you know. Um, it's,
3: it's more proof that DC's is all over the fucking place. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. From one. I mean, look at look at Marvel series and how they all tie together with the upcoming movies and everything. And DC's just like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do a whole different Batgirl, and then we're gonna bring the original back with a different actress, and we don't know what we're well, doing.
0: That's why when we're talking about Zack Snyder's uh, cut, they were moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. All right, all right. I mean, of course, there's trolls that didn't like the cut, but whatever. And Nick, you had to deal with a few of those trolls, didn't you? Motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Like. What
1: happened?
4: So I I put out the one of the uh the Captain America meme where it's regular Captain America and it says. Yeah.
0: Oh, it wasn't just like it was Captain America, yeah.
4: Well, but nonetheless. Yeah, but, but the the meme was Captain, the, like Chris Evans is Captain America, and it had the Snyder cut, and then it had. Oh, okay. Poor Wy- uh, Wyatt. Wyatt.
1: Um,
0: yeah.
4: Wyatt, the BWO whatever. version whatever. of whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, <laughs> the version. And this fucking—I call him a proximity workplace acquaintance. He, okay, he, I worked with him for a little bit. Um, just got on there and started ripping on me, just like, like, oh, that movie was garbage. It's four hours of garbage. Blah 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 blah. Uh, blah. Garbage. And I'm just like, you yeah. know,
0: we all have friends like that.
4: Yeah, and then all well, of we my can only tolerate so much. Part, yeah.
3: Can we just bring back MySpace, please, instead? (laughs) So much easier back then.
0: The only drama was you didn't make it in somebody's top eight.
3: Yeah, remember you could just post funny stuff and people just laugh at it and that was it? Like Uh, it wasn't just like you post a meme and people are like, Oh no, you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Like Uh, Yeah. It's God.
0: Miss those days, man. Miss those days. You never know
4: when the best days are until they're gone. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: really know, really know. And, and and it's funny, like he's probably a much smaller guy than you, right? He probably wouldn't run his mouth in person.
4: Oh no, this dude is uh, a tiny human. I towered right. over him. If it was right. actual, if this altercation happened face to face, it right. wouldn't have happened right. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's not Braun Strowman size.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, he's a, a <laughs> he's a kind of little. It's like a sh- small turtle-shaped human.
0: Well, that's where yeah. they—that's where they, that's well, where they can be a key- keyboard. Exactly,
3: yeah. a keyboard
4: yeah. warrior. It's like all my yes. hard-ass buddies were just like, "What the fuck's this little shit saying?" That's that's
0: unbelievable. My, that's my yeah.
3: opinion. Like, I, I hate bullying, but some bullying is, is okay. Like, you gotta—you gotta have people like get hit, hit, hit punched in the mouth one one time, and they'll be like, "Okay, I should watch what I say from now on and not well, run my mouth." Well, people.
4: I, I keep yeah. a really firm no bullshit policy on my facebook page as soon as somebody starts coming at me with that kind of vibe mm-hmm. uh i tell them to calm the fuck down i usually delete their comment yeah. and yep. then I, I just put out a little announcement that says hey assholes enjoy my memes quit being dickheads about it
1: yeah
4: and he got a little butt hurt but uh, yeah. i am not giving a shit
3: like, imagine trying to be a comedian nowadays it'd be the most miserable job
4: uh that's like, a hard no. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr. They yeah. for some reason those 2 a they've deep. been very good about
3: just, No, just, no Bill. Just,
0: just and they keep going, putting them going on going fucking over that line. Line.
3: No, not Bill Burr's over... been getting shit about about his um act recently. Oh, he yeah, yes. Has? Has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he A little has. bit, yeah. He's had something happen. I read I think it was today or something of about the, him. Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys,
0: yeah. Yeah, he made a comment about like you know, assist a, a assist white male introducing the Latin Grammy awards. Yeah. I'm sure they're. I'm sure everyone's gonna and be he all just pissed like,
4: off. What he said was like, this probably isn't the best idea. Having a cisgender straight white right man produce this award. That's what he right. said. Right. And everybody's all butthurt because, of course, they are.
3: But he was actually yeah, something I read today that he just saying lost his sponsors.
0: Yeah. For the Grammys I'm comments sure. about yeah. saying that assist white straight male.
3: Why? I'm not, is not sure he if that was from I haven't listened to it yet, but like he's um, somebody's somebody's show talking about losing sponsors recently.
4: Yeah, no, he lost some sponsors.
3: That's unfortunate.
0: I yeah. find nothing when he said wrong. Of course not. Um, because well,
4: most people don't think he did, but you know that's what you get for hiring comedians to host award shows. You're going to get some of that shit. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, this is interesting. Um, in, in that in that same vein, Big Nick. Um apparently there's controversy with an actor being cast for Chuck Lorre's, uh who as you know produced Big Bang Theory and all those sitcoms two and a half men mm-hmm. um the United States of al um as he as they apparently cast a non afghan actor in the title role Fucking so up. what's was the role
4: That's the process, holy shit
0: yeah so apparently um he is um He's not Afghan, but um, but he was um, born in South Africa to an Indian South African family, so he's okay. still a, a person of color, still an actor of color. Maybe the actors that they auditioned for this character uh, okay. true Afghan descent, maybe they couldn't nail the role. Like re- remember when he's
4: not was about acting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: And you
4: didn't you. have. To have all Thank these prerequisites you. just to appease yes. Yes. An individual fuckhead with a Twitter account. Like, yeah. okay, like I'm all about representation. Representation is absolutely 100 percent an important thing, and and I like seeing a good diverse you know community of filmmakers, and it's awesome. But uh, I'm also of the mindset of like, there's part of the story making where it, that you can't take so seriously and. Part of it is something like that. I don't know. I mean,
5: it, Pal- was, pick,
0: it was it was same thing with Ryan, the last dragon. Kelly Mi Tran wasn't from that specific country yeah. in Asia. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like, mean, it's
3: like they're it any... East Asia and, and not and North she's, Asia she's, or whatever and she's the fuck. Vietnamese, exactly. So yeah. it wasn't an so,
0: exact. You know, yeah, so, it, so, so it, that's where we are thing. with
4: representation now. That's where we are with
3: it. And he's from South Africa. It wasn't really Africa. a dragon either, was it?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's. Um, Indian nationality from yeah. South Africa portraying an Afghani that's basically what's happened and people have issues with that but like at the end of the day he people is still an actor yeah. of color sure. Just...
3: how many, how many um, F- Afghan um, actors do you um, know of yeah name, name one. one
0: exactly guys
3: yeah, yeah. why so here's
4: question uh, name a marketable Afghan actor right. which you know what that's not great that that's the reality but it's still a business. They're going to have to bring someone with a name to the project to make money. Exactly.
0: Yeah. exactly. Just let the guy do his job, man. Let the actor exactly. do his job. Yeah. Um, let's see. Also on CBS. I don't know why they they need like 20 different procedural crime drama shows. <laughs> but now they're Everybody's adding. Everybody's got their shtick. <laughs> they're doing FBI International. So they already have FBI. Goodness. FBI Most Wanted, which I was happy to work on FBI. Last month. Yeah, um, cool. Update on my episode coming soon, hopefully. Um, but FBI International um, follows the elite agents of the International Division. So this is still a, within the Dick Wolf universe. Um, All right. And finally, Survivor can shoot now. Um, apparently. Oh, thank God. He,
3: thank God. Oh, my God. I, aren't
0: you, you're clamoring for more I, Survivor, weren't I you, Josh? I couldn't Jackson?
3: wait after 40 seasons yep. to see some more Survivor.
0: It's going to be a twist season, right? <laughs> fiji would not allow uh filming due to covid they i guess they had stricter rules because their numbers were low compared to the rest of the united Wouldn't they make states
3: a more interesting survivor though like, get on there and you could die from covid oh <laughs> wow. a like a real survivor yeah yeah
0: like like in the streets of detroit or chicago maybe or something <laughs> like that or the mean streets of baltimore
3: <laughs> you know, no, something I mean, like that. that show in that show aren't they all like survivor that that show, like living together character. though on Survivor, right? All the cast and crew are living together on Survivor, right? No,
4: my oh, nice. crew is like in a like an air-conditioned hut or some shit. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, I mean, but 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 near the premises though, they're not. Near they're not the like Near the their premises. Houses. They're
4: nearby, but they're yeah. not. They're roughing it like the like the. No, but they're not
3: going home with their family and stuff during shooting. Like they're right. they're living there, right?
4: No, they they're, they're staying there. Yeah. yeah so quicker they correct. could
3: like test everybody and like they're fine Then everybody's they're already kind of quarantined on a fucking island.
4: Yeah, it's a bubble. That's, That's what I point. thought what too. They they're already with, um They did that with British Bake Off. They had a right. they had a bubble and they just stayed there the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Well,
3: Thank God they brought that on TV.
0: Oh, yeah, the 41st <laughs> season. <laughs> 41st um, now, 41st season now scheduled to begin shooting. That's in crazy. PG, so um, Meghan Trainer, um, known as a singer, uh, is going to star in a comedy series on NBC. First project on a new cross platform, um, yeah. with NBC Universal's television and streaming arm.
4: You, you got to give her, give her credit. She's a one hit wonder that still somehow managed to stay relevant.
3: Right. I, I, yeah. What's he saying? All about her, that. Man. All about that bass. That was her song.
0: That was yeah, her that song. Was, that was her song. Yeah. That was, wasn't that great song anyways. It wasn't that great at all. No, it was terrible. <laughs> it was fucking awful.
4: It was, you know, a teeny bopper song, but she's turned it into a fucking business. So yeah,
0: good, good job, making Trainor. Yeah, fuck. Good for her, yeah. Good, good, um, good move, getting getting Anyways. a gig like that. Jimmy Fallon bringing back a live studio audience for a first time since the pandemic shutdown. Oh, good. So following the footsteps of uh, Saturday Night Live. So that's good. ABC's got two uh, pilots they're shooting, one with Same Jane studio. Lynch, a multicam pilot called Bucktown, mm-hmm. and also there's a pilot called Epic called, um, with Fayinka, uh mm-hmm. from the project of the Once Upon a Time creators.
3: Um, okay. like, so, how, much, how many shows can they make? Oh, my God, Like all these new shows coming out? Like...
0: Yeah, these are pilots, so they, they yeah. have an option to the series. But I guess it just uh, depends on how the executives perceive them.
3: you to figure out well, why even bother with Pilots. Can't they be like, okay, we got, we got too many shows as it is. We don't care about any new shows. We're going to at run out for a while. They, the Pilots,
0: I, it's, a, it's a very important concept because it's really uh, testing for the know, studios and whether whether it, it can be uh, a viable series based on everything, really. The writing, The you know, you're putting all your heart and soul into this first episode to see if it's going to be any good. And I believe you sent me this, Chach, that a um, Tyson biopic is going to be moving forward in the form of a series with Jamie Foxx, simply titled Tyson. Um, It's going to span the whole life of Tyson's life to his troubled youth to rise as one of the most accomplished fighters of all time.
3: Yeah, and it was it was gonna be a movie originally, and they decided to make it into a whole series, and just del- dive into like when he was a kid, growing up, teenager, and like as a boxer, all that kind of which is a much better um, way to go. And I mean, if you if you are stuck between doing a movie or a series, always do the series. Because look at the Zack Snyder cut. I mean, that's really a series. It is. You know, four or hours. Or two giant movies. Yeah. It is. Yeah, two big movies, but um. Like when you rush the the shit, like it, it it it's harder to make it work. Like I said about Cobra Kai, if Cobra Kai would have been just movies, a movie, it, it would have work. been nowhere near as good. Cause you it was too much to build up. You can't build up all those new characters and establish the old characters. Yeah, it needed to be a series. So that some stuff needs to be a series.
0: Yep, absolutely. And it's a big cast. When you're yeah. dealing with a, an ensemble cast like that, you have
4: to a lot do of moving that. parts. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. So this one's kind of heartbreaking. Uh, as you know, we've lost uh, Naya Rivera last year in the tragic drowning accident. Uh, Glee is going to have a reunion uh, at the GLAAD Media Awards. Um, Chris Colford, Darren Chris, Jane Lynch, who we mentioned earlier, Kevin McHale, Heather Morris, Harry Shum Jr., Becca Tobin, Amber Riley, and the rest of the cast. Um, introduced by recurring guest star Demi Lovato. The tribute will honor the legacy of Rivera's character, Santana Lopez. Um, and we had the pleasure of interviewing Naya, both as a calling guest at WBC and on the red carpet at Creative Coalition's yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. The um, the pre-White House Correspondence Dinner event. So um, very, very sad. But I'm happy that they're doing this uh, tribute for her. Um, so we'll we'll check that out on the Gladboards.
3: That's still a horrible, horrible, um, horrible thing that happened. One,
0: one of the... Yeah. the st- one of the deaths that really, a celebrity desk that really, legit saddened me. Like, yeah, I yeah. Was, like, yeah, it was, really, it was, it was messy. Yeah. Um, in gossip news, so uh, not too much on the cancel culture this week. I know you, you, said the Al's cancel corner, but just uh an interesting interview with Sharon Stone. She said she oh, was God. pressured to have sex with her male co-stars in order to have better chemistry with them on screen. And she's, she says these demands came from the white male studio executive. <laughs> and she writes this in her upcoming book, so she's basically pointing names, the white males uh, executive. Not the black males or the other ones, but no, the white no. males. She did
3: she um, that for a reason. Like she, she, she wants to be in the cool, the cool spotlight now. Uh, she's like, these white like, men do this. Like, like, you know damn well, it could have been like, like, like five um, black uh, male executives, and you would never would have said yeah. the
4: color. Well, a here's here's a question: Why doesn't she just say no or uh, take a different fucking job? Like,
0: yeah. And this is also shocking. It in this takes two
4: people to fucking tango. She made those. Oh man, I I'm gonna so, shut up. So, gonna yeah, no,
0: it's okay. But this is what I didn't uh, know. She, apparently, she wasn't aware initially that she'd be showing her vagina in Basic Instinct. She said um, she was told that we can't see anything. We just need you to remove the panties. The white, as the white, I guess the dress she's wearing, is reflecting mm-hmm. the light. So we know you have panties on. So she's talking about this memoir that she's writing where she tells those stories. And, um, yeah, and um, apparently, yeah, then it was revealed, obviously, when we all saw that.
3: <laughs> the basic. against it. She removed that so much, um, that scene.
4: I'm sorry, man, but if you say gullible slow enough, it'll sound like you're saying cow. But I that, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: that makes right. no fucking sense yeah. I'm sorry. I,
3: don't, I mean, I mean she, she could be telling the truth, but I don't believe it. I mean, she yeah. very well could be
4: telling the truth. And if that's the truth, then that's sad on so many goddamn levels. Like, right. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, those are some garbage people then. But I don't know. Like, a part I, of me is I, like, I do I really, would I really sacrifice that much? One, would I really sacrifice that much just to be famous? And two, you know exactly how much vagina you're showing when you want to cross your legs. That's right. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
3: and exactly. isn't she isn't Sharon Stone white? I thought she is. Like it's just weird that a white person be like these white male executives that would have to specify that. That's the narrative that. now. That's yeah. The narrative. Yeah, she's trying. Wow. She's trying to get in that cool she club now. Man. That cool. They're the devil. The cool wow. world culture.
0: Right. Oh. No, I see. I see your point. Yeah. And then she's you know talking about. You know why it's not right to to have the executives coerce her or, or encourage her to have sex with her co-stars, so they would have an on-screen chemistry. Can you believe that? Have uh, you heard
3: that anywhere else about anybody else ever claiming that they were like told to have sex with their co-stars? Yeah, on-screen. I never heard that anywhere else.
4: Anywhere, right? That makes such yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: But, uh, Apparently,
3: she <laughs> says now. If you think if I fuck him. He will
0: become a fine actor. Nobody's that good in bed, is what she was saying. <laughs> There's
4: no sense yeah, someone is, me, Someone's trying like... to sell some books.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a Me Too accusation of Thomas Middleditch um, from Silicon Valley. Apparently accused of making unwanted sexual overtures and groping two women at the Cloak and Dagger nightclub in Hollywood. This is a goth nightclub. Um, what is this? Um, this was in October of 2019. Apparently, a woman named Hannah Hardy, a female friend, were groped by Thomas after being subjected to lewd comments and unwanted sexual advances while attending a party in the back room of the bar. Okay, so Pig and Whistle has a back bar called Cloak and Dagger. Um, uh, interesting. Um, isn't that the second actor from Silicon Valley? To, I, I think T.J. Miller was accused.
4: He was, of, yeah.
0: Yeah, of uh, inappropriate behavior and now yeah,
4: it, it it really fucked his career up too
0: it did because mm-hmm. he he actually recently a lot of those um actors that make it into movies and tv that were once stand-up comedians just yep. go back to touring stand-up that and thomas Smike small uh, sorry. clubs he's got yeah. small clubs tj was just at the mcgooby's joke house in timonium maryland I yeah. just saw that he was there so i guess yep. it takes some investigation to find out what the truth is on that one um and Pete Davidson, apparently women are stalking this guy. Jesus, woman, man, what is with this guy? Man? Yeah, a, you must a have woman a... claimed yeah. <laughs> she was married to Pete and was arrested um, with multiple crimes, including stalking. Her name's Michelle Mutretti. Um Claimed that she was married to Pete Davidson. Oh, Jesus. Um, but uh, apparently, uh, yeah. Um, that fucking she's... dude still lives in his mother's basement.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I never believed that people like actually sell their souls to the devil to get stuff, but I think he may have. You know, like right, like one of the Twilight Zone episodes, like here, sign this, and like every hot girl in Hollywood is going to be like falling over themselves for you. So, All yep. right, let me do it.
0: Yeah, uh, let's talk about the amazing um, card that is the Hall of Fame in WrestleMania, Chachi. Um, and it's crazy because. Um, they're going to do the Hall of Fame. Last year's Hall of Fame that didn't occur this year, along with the 2021 inductees. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, the 2020 inductees include um, the Bella Twins, JBL, Davy Boy Smith, Juice and Thunder Liger, and the NWO. Interestingly enough, you have a Generation X T-shirt, yeah. which is the other big faction that was inducted in 2019. And they're going to also join the 2021 class, uh, which includes Eric Bischoff and Molly Holly. However, Dave Batista apparently as a part of the 2020 class, asked Vince if he could be inducted another year because he has scheduling conflicts with whatever movie he's going to be shooting. Because apparently it's mandatory that you attend the Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, fuck. So, so Dave Batista will not be a part of that Hall of Fame ceremony. That's a bummer.
3: Yeah, a little bit of a I mean, bummer. I, Molly Holly's surprising, because I would never have thought of her again uh, if you didn't bring her name up. So she, For me, she's a surprising entrant into they're the whole thing. They're running
0: out. Yeah, they, I guess they're running out. I mean, you know, I mean, are... do you,
3: can you remember any big storylines from Molly Holly? I, I know she had some, but like, I can't remember... like. She wasn't like a huge impact or nothing. Like,
0: um, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I mean, neither
3: are the, are the Bella Twins. I she mean, I was think...
0: known for uh, one of the first divas to wrestle men. I remember she uh, had some great matches with with um, was it um, I can't remember the the, the person that she feuded with. Um, but um, she also had a memorable storyline with Hurricane Helms. But other than that, I mean, yeah, she was just known yeah. as an incredibly great. Athlete. Um, she was probably one of the best workers. Um, but then, you yeah, have Eric Bischoff. Trish? Well, Trish has already been inducted.
3: So, yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying maybe you don't need to have a big class every single year if you don't have enough people. I mean, Bischoff 100 percent should be in there because I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he revolutionized... I mean, WWE would not be what, what it is today without Bischoff doing what he did to WCW. Yeah.
0: Well, they are short one member this year with Batista asking to be inducted yeah. in a different, different year, but. But WrestleMania is going to be taking place on two nights, Saturday, April 10th, and Sunday, April 11th. Um, On Saturday, we're going to get the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley, defending against Drew McIntyre. We're going to get Sasha Banks defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bianca Belair. And which I initially thought was going to be a tag team match, we're going to get Bad Bunny versus The Miz. I thought it was going to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. But apparently they're making it in a uh, one-on-one match. And Bad Bunny has never wrestled a match uh, on WWE television. I guess he's been training. But uh, Who's, I think who's Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny is the Grammy Award winning um, Latin singer and rapper. Uh, a guy? I'm, I'm so yeah. out of touch
4: with, with modern, modern music Modern music, now. yeah. I thought Bad Bunny was like a woman. I don't know who like woman.
0: Woman. I Actually, I don't know what, any of
4: these people are that you're talking about right now, by the way. Until, I don't know either.
0: Until Bad Bunny was on WWE television, <laughs> I wasn't familiar then yeah. I watched the Grammys and then I saw his performance. And
3: okay. now I'm
0: familiar with who he is. But yeah. I was my as a woman.
3: Like, I thought it was a, a woman rapper.
0: Initially, <laughs> I had no idea who he was. He goes
3: by the name Bad Bunny.
0: He goes by the name of Bad Bunny. I miss, I miss
3: Tupac and Biggie so much. Like, <laughs> we wouldn't be having this shit if it was if they were still alive. Yep.
0: On <laughs> Sunday, on April 11th, we're going to get uh, the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edge.
3: So no no taker match at WrestleMania?
0: No no Undertaker match yet.
3: Oh, okay. Well so a couple he's, more weeks. He's retired,
0: right? He's he retired at Survivor Series officially. Okay. But you never know. I mean, there's only um a few more matches still announced. Uh Asuka will be defending against Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Bray Wyatt will um have this long running feud uh match finally with Randy Orton. Uh so as the Fiend, of course. And then the tag titles, the New Day, um, defend against AJ Styles. And Omos, his seven-foot bodyguard. Um, The guy is huge. Hasn't wrestled a match yet, but we'll finally see him wrestle. And Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. So that's the WrestleMania card so far. Um, Mm -hmm. More matches probably will be announced. Um, I would love to see The Undertaker in... And, you know, a farewell match because he didn't get that farewell, you know, at Survivor Series, he just entered the ring and everybody, all, you know, people that were close to him, you know, just kind of entered the ring with him and they did a little, you know, dedication that way. But, you know, I I don't think it really worked, you know, quite frankly.
3: Um, He
0: should have a WrestleMania farewell match and maybe maybe they'll have something, I don't know. Um, and that's all I have for WWE. Um, some rest in pieces to announce.
3: Wait, before that, do you know what happened 20 years ago, um, this week in wrestling?
0: 20 years ago, this is, so it'll be 2001. Would that be WCW invading WWE?
3: Yes. It's when, um, when WWE purchased WCW. Yes. And and it had the, and really is for me, that is when wrestling died. And then, and then, mm-hmm. and then Vince, Vince botched the whole invasion angle with WCW. It was he? He got the best storyline he could possibly have in his lifetime. It didn't end up and being as good. Yeah. He buried it. Yeah, buried it. He all the good WCW guys who made any kind of money, he did not bring them over. He brought over like, I mean, he, he did great T. with Booker T, but like right. Booker T wasn't wasn't a um, you know, wasn't a huge um name at the time. You know, well, he
0: was a five-time, five-time WCW champion.
3: Yeah, um, but I mean, Matthew, he wasn't like Corey he wasn't like Wilson, was like Sting and Flair Wilson and like,
0: T. Those were the two, Tori Wilson and Booker T. Were the yeah. two like big names that they and Stacey Keebler, I think were the ones that, that Vince really wanted. I guess yeah, he
3: should have he could have brought over the, everybody, you know, and then and mm. paid them less and like had mm. the, the most amazing storyline because people were waiting for these matches like their mm. whole lives to see WCW people versus WWE. Right as two federations and he just totally buried wcw Mm -hmm. just for ego and kind of ruin it but i've been watching like this recently on on peacock um you gotta love peacock now
0: right getting all the wwe stuff
3: not not all although we love them but like um they um had this series on there from wwe network um the money night wars and they're going through it's a 20 part series an hour each episode where they're going through the whole money night wars from start to finish um what wcw did what um nwo did what dx did everything you finished and the whole the... not yet no I'm, okay. I'm probably six episodes in but it's pretty amazing yeah. you're watching this and it's just like such a different time in in this country where like these storylines were pushing the edge um you know they're pushing the limit you know you had like you know bra and panty matches you had people getting um you know bleeding over the place you know you Actually, had these you realistic
0: something that the yeah. peacock is editing content yeah. um I mean, I I agree with what they're editing. They apparently Vince McMahon dropped the N bomb. You Can't say the N word,
3: well, even with an
0: A. With an A at the yeah, end. Yeah, with an A in the end. Talking about to John Cena and then Booker T says, "Tell me he didn't say that," <laughs> which was funny, but it was, I, it was I comedy see... that
3: Booker, Booker T like signed off on. You know, yeah, like... and
0: I, I, in today's climate, you can't have white people saying the N word. But
3: it's, but, not, it's not it's but. today's climate. It's, it's in the '90s.
0: I agree, but that that actual that actual clip I believe was from the early two thousands, okay. um, and then of course stuff with Roddy Piper when he painted his face half black, when he was feuding with Bad News Brown. I think that was a WrestleMania, one of the WrestleManias, we at a match. You know, I I can agree with with WWE, um, well for that matter, Peacock deciding to, uh, but you think there's going to be more content?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I was watching and, I was watching this documentary and I'm like. I started thinking, I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna, they're gonna um, start editing this shit. Peacock is NBC. I'm like, there's no way they're gonna let this stuff be on here. And like, I saw like they had the DX invasion and it had um, X-Pac and he was. They came out dressed as the, the um, Nation of Domination. Oh X-Pac, wow. X-Pac was dressed as Mark Henry in, in, in like blackface Did they use or whatever. Blackface? Did
0: they use yeah, the yeah. And, right.
3: and, and then I don't know if it was like black or, or dark purple or something like that, but then he was like going like. Like like Fat Albert, like hey hey hey, that kind of stuff. Like Fat oh, Albert. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, have- and, it had, and it had the Road dogs talking about, it, and they're talking about how everybody's laughing at it, and they didn't think that X Pac would be able to pull it off, and and they and Mark Henry was on there. Mark Henry was laughing about it. so it was the funniest shit he ever seen, X Pac doing that. But, Mark, but it's like I'm like I'm watching. I'm like
0: Mark was okay with it.
3: Yeah yeah. Well of course they're gonna get p- people sign off on it before they do that kind of stuff. But I'm like they're gonna end up editing all this shit because they're gonna, you have you have women and they like, you know. The wrestling brown panties, that's all Brown panties, you know. Matches, they're they're like, don't,
0: they don't have that anymore, but...
3: Yeah, like like they're stripping in the ring, you know, they're like, you know...
0: They used like to flash, and, I remember that.
3: Yeah, they used to flash and stuff.
0: Like yeah, stuff Kitty, Miss like, Kitty. Like
3: yeah, and they are talking talks. about, like, society back then, how, like, it was a time where everybody was pushing the limit. I mean, you had Howard Stern, right. you had Playboy was a huge thing, you know, you right. had... Um, WWE, WCW, that they were pushing the limit. It's a totally different. I mean, people weren't like little bitches like they are today. They weren't like crying every little thing, you know. People were actually adults back then, like back in the 90s. Like they, they could see stuff that was for adults and they could appreciate it, you know. And they, it didn't affect their lives, you know. And it's just a totally different environment nowadays. And that's why wrestling right now is so watered down. It's like, it's like almost like a cartoon again, like how it used to be in the early 90s. Mm. 'cause you can't you can't have these um storylines that push up have the
0: storylines, but they are dropping um language now on both sides oh, the now they they do have shit and ass and no they no that's p g thirteen swearing
3: p g thirteen swearing yeah yeah the only the only reason, reason I was so good back then is because it was competition and you have no competition now you know you had um you know Vince McMahon was going to lose his whole company get put out of business and he fought and did everything he could to save it and gave that the fans, is. he gave the fans what they wanted, you know, yep. it, not what he wanted and, it, and a lot of stuff he didn't like even doing, but he gave the fans what they wanted and, and produced some of the best wrestling that has ever happened
2: and Absolutely. probably never happen
3: again.
0: Yeah. It's a good point, but uh, let's go ahead and close out tonight's show yeah. guys with some rest in peace announcements. George Siegel, whose long career included uh, Albert pop Solomon on the Goldbergs. ChaCha, I know you're a big Goldbergs fan. Yeah. Of course, yeah. we played the opening promo um, of Dan Fogler, who's guest starred on The Goldbergs, and of course, he's on The Walking Dead as Luke. Um, he garnered an Oscar nom for Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf as well. Uh, he's an Oscar-nominated actor. Sadly, died at the age of eighty-seven. Um, yeah,
3: this, this is real sad for me. Like, I um, he's definitely one of my favorite characters on the show, and um, it seemed like this past this past season, like his scenes have been more like sitting on the couch and stuff and that kind of stuff. So I, I was kind of thinking like he might not. In the best of health and apparently he wasn't you know but he his character always reminded me of my grandfather and especially the relationship that um adam goldberg on the show had with um him yeah and and he's one actor that always seemed like the nicest guy i mean he was he was on um um, what was that one with um um
0: he's uh uh he was in carl reiner's comedy where's papa he was on the hot rock from dick and jane um the terminal man um, he co-starred with um, Barbara Streisand and the Owl and the Pussycat. Um, he also had recurring roles on Just Shoot Me,
3: yeah, with, with David Murphy's State, Law,
0: I mean, and Take Five. Yeah, that was a good show. I remember that show.
3: Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a, he was like um, one of the central points of that show. He was the owner of the uh, of the company. Yep. Sadly, um, he had complications,
0: it made, uh, bypass surgery.
3: Yeah, it's, it's really sad. And like um, Adam F. Goldberg, um, the creator of the show. Get a dedication for him on Twitter, I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what they d- do like with his character on the um, on
0: the show. How they're going to write his character off, right?
3: I mean, I, th- I mean, obviously they're going to have him like pass away and, and have Adam Goldberg deal with that um, loss of his pops.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that'll be a sad episode to look
3: at. Oh, my God. On. Yeah, it'll be, be one, like, I mean, that show's not really, like, sad like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do it.
0: It'll be good. Yeah. yeah, we also lost um, Houston Tumlin, a uh, young actor at the age of 28, took, it, took his own life. Um, oh, he was known uh, for his role in Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. He played Will Ferrell's son. Oh, no, which one? Yeah, he played the 10-year-old son. Um, oh, that's too bad. He yeah. played Walker. He played Walker Texas, Bobby. Right? Oh. Walker Bobby, yeah. Died by suicide inside a, inside his home in Alabama. Oh, that's sad. That sucks. 28 years old. And he was only 10 years old when he shot um, Man. Talladega Nights. Yeah, he was pretty young. Yeah. That's, also, too that's too bad. Very sad. There was a crew member of um, The Connors, which is the spinoff of Roseanne. Yep. Terry Richmond, he actually sh- died on set. Oh, um, shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was uh, apparently up on the catwalk on stage 22 at CBS Studios. And suffered a medical emergency and pronounced dead at the scene.
1: Damn. Damn.
0: And of course, COVID is still a deadly disease out there, guys. So please wear your mask and get vaccinated if you can. Eric Spinato of Fox Business Network um, apparently uh, died of COVID-19 complications. Um, And um, so, again, uh, apparently he worked closely with Kaylee McEnany. Hmm. Uh, who is now a Fox News contributor, Chachi? Yeah, I could see her on Fox News. Yeah, could... she's smoking. Like, she... <laughs> she's she's a little bit prettier than the current uh, press secretary, but yeah. nonetheless, they do have they do have a type. They do have a type. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fox Fox News. Yeah. Yeah, hot and blonde. Yep. <laughs> I would definitely type. celebrate life on BTB. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to the following: Louis Anderson, sixty-eight; Robert Carradine of *Revenge of the Nerds*. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Robert. He's sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Ha- yes. Yeah. Kelly Brock is
3: sixty-one Damn. from *Weird Science*. I know, right? Make me feel. Oh now.
0: Damn, dude. Oh. Star like she Jones. She was back
3: in the day. She's she st- she still looks good.
0: She still looks good now. Yeah. Star Jones is fifty-nine. Laura Flynn Boyle is fifty-one. Jim Parsons for Big Bang Theory is 48. My goodness. Allison Hannigan from Buffy and How much Your Mother is 47. Wow. Jessica American Chastain Pie. is 44. And American Pie, of course. Yeah. How, how old right? is she now? Um, she is uh 44. Damn. Oh wait. What? Um, hold on. Um, Allison Hannigan or yeah. Jessica Chastain? Allison Hannigan. Al- Allison Hannigan is 47.
4: Yeah. Dude. Old, really? She's almost 50. Fuck.
0: Where's time going? <laughs> She was so young in American Pie, right? I see what she, oh, was. Okay. she must have
3: been older than we thought she was. Yeah. That was like 20 years ago. So. That was that 20 sense. years ago.
0: That makes sense.
3: She wasn't, Jessica... she wasn't a high school student then. We're that's as true. Fuck,
0: <laughs> Jessica Chastain's 44. That's, that's, wow. Lake Bell, who uh, is in the practice, she also voices Poison Ivy on the Harley Quinn uh, um, animated series. She's yep. 42. I'm, uh, Poison Ivy character on Harley Quinn, yep. Yeah. Um, Val Tramoski from Dancing with Stars is 35, and Keisha Castle Hughes is 31. That's birthdays today. Wow, it was an incredible show, guys, from top to bottom. My gosh, top to bottom. Um, and of course, thank you so much, Kari Payton, for for being on Below the Belt show. An incredible interview. Um, of course, um, early on the panel, Maggie Lovett, podcaster, YouTube personality, and um. Great job, Maggie. Thank you you so much for being a part of the show. Of course, we'd like to thank, of course, our panel, Chachi McFly, the king of the 80s. I've
3: been on this plane too damn long. Get me off here, (laughs) (laughs) Nick.
0: I think we're ready for the captain. And, of course, I'm Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto. And we have the captain, Big Nick, Nick, who's going to land this plane.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying AirBTB. It's been a lovely flight. Please stay in your seat until the plane has come to a complete fucking stop. <laughs> I love it. Have a good night. Okay.
0: And I'm gonna close um the show with um with that song Hooked on a Feeling from Guardians of the Galaxy. Alright. Blue Sweet. Is it, uh, Blue Sweet, yeah. Uh, dedication to the magi- um uh, the musician. Um Chachi, if you can rhyme me of his name, please. <laughs> BJ Thomas. BJ Thomas, the original singer of Hooked on a Feeling, which is featured in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, guys. We will see you guys.
3: Also did Rain Drops keep falling on my head.
0: Rain Drops keep falling on my head. And um, those, of course, um, we have well wishes go out to BJ um, during his fight with cancer uh, after announcing his recent stage 4 cancer diagnosis. So, well wishes of course. Incredible show guys, my god. Kari Payton, you know there was one moment what in the interview. Year? Yes. I
4: had to say this real quick. Yes. So there was one moment in the interview when you were talking about the neck tumor. Like yes. as as we know, I haven't watched the show, so I'm not up to date on on King Ezekiel's cancer. Right. And when you brought that up so casually, I was like, "What the fuck did Al just ask? That was crazy." It was pretty <laughs> funny. Oh, because I had he, no idea what was happening. Yeah, you had no idea. <laughs> that was a big shock like, to you. Wow, we're just going to talk about this guy's cancer, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you thought you thought it was Kari's cancer, I not it was Ezekiel's Kari's cancer,
4: ca- not King Ezekiel's. I
0: thought. Ah.
4: Uh, was... uh, okay. Uh, we can go to bed. All right.
0: <laughs> and let's do that, guys. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Here is hooked on a feeling. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.